Welcome everybody back to another episode of the Fantasy Football Goons Podcast with your boy Ocho, Big Tim, and Cousin Joe. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. What he did, so. Yeah, man. So, uh, Deshaun Watson's a creepy guy, honestly. He's just like the creepiest guy I've ever seen in my life, boys. This guy is <laughs> fucked in the head, honestly. I hope he loses, doesn't get to play a game this year, straight up. Well, he, he shouldn't be allowed to, but we'll see what happens. Anyway, honestly, this episode started, eh? We're going to start with Deshaun Watson. I just wanted to be like, let's call Deshaun Watson a creep. To start this episode of the Fantasy Football Goons, Cousin Joe, how the fuck are you? Feeling fucking fresh, brother. Fresh. Fresh as fuck, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, life is good right now. We're going old school a bit because I, we don't have all the mics that we normally have, but uh, we got a good episode today, boys. I'm fucking excited to be back. We are about five weeks away. From the start of the NFL season. Tim, how's life? Life's good, man. Life's good. A lot's changed since last season, so uh, let's hit the f- floor running, you know? Hit, hit the floor back. running. The Detroit Lions <laughs> will be the Super Bowl. Tra- okay, no, we're not going to hit the floor that hard. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, the episode today, we're going to start with, um, here, fuck, I have to get the news out here. I didn't even get the news. You know, guys, I try to like not follow too much of the news as much for a little bit. And then I try to come in around now and I try to catch up with like the current things. Cause I feel like the news can lead people and you know, it's not really always the, the full story. What do you think about that? Cause enjoy, I feel like you've said that before. You may have been the first person to tell me like the news isn't always the full story. Ocho. Yeah, I mean, I tend to really get into it a little bit more towards preseason, but yeah, right even, now, at, you know? even at that, bro, I just feel like, you know, I try to block out a lot of the noise because, you know, it influences a lot of my decision making going into the season. And the next thing you know, I get frapped with all kinds of, you know, curveballs and surprises as we get closer to like, let's say week four, week five. It's been that way for like the last decade, man. But, you know, it never hurts to, you know, to stay, uh, to stay, um, uh, to stay up to date, I guess you could say, but uh, yeah. I mean, Tim, what, what do you think about ayahuasca? That's I think that's what everyone wants to know. They want to know does Nick Tim <laughs> like the ayahuasca or is he? Again, it's like well, what's your deal with ayahuasca, Tim? Are you an Aaron Rodgers guy? I mean, you know, I I do not like ayahuasca. I've never tried it and never plan to try it. Anything that just like makes you shit and throw up, like. Uncontrolled. <laughs> that's, that's that's where I draw the line. You don't want to talk to the elves, Tim. No, the elves. You see elves. That's not, that's not my uh, definition of fun. You know. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know the people online saying like, oh, they should take his MVP away because he was doing that. That's not a drug, guys. That's this is, nothing gets enhanced with ayahuasca. Trust me. <laughs> you just Damn. shit and throw up, and it's terrible. And well, nobody should yeah. want to do. It. I, I I just gotta say this, okay? I find it very interesting that there's this super like counterculture anti-narrative being formed with Aaron Rodgers. And even this ayahuasca thing, to me, it's almost similar to the whole vaccination story that they brought about him and being like against like the modern medicine type thing. And it's interesting to me. It's like, it's almost like a scripted personality trait for Aaron Rodgers all of a sudden. And it like, sometimes to me, it doesn't even feel real. It doesn't feel real. I swear to God. I feel like it's an NFL stunt. What do you think, Joe? 
I think it's a little bit fabricated, to be honest. I'm with you on that. I, we know Aaron to be very, you know, condescending. And, you know, he kind of likes to be that, you know, snarky, smartest, you know, guy in the room type of persona. But at the same time, I just feel like everything just gets so amplified because, you know, he is a top five quarterback of all time. And, you know, whenever he speaks, it holds that much more weight. But yeah. like, dude, like, dude, everybody's making him out to be this fucking like, uh, I don't know, man. You know, like, like he's, not, he's not he's not Joe Rogan here, guys. Like, let's yeah, uh, well, it's great, great analogy there, Joe, because to me, it's like they're trying like he's almost becoming part of that group now. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? You know? I mean, I, I personally, I, I would like to hear him like stop talking in certain moments and maybe just have a bit more <laughs> awareness. Be, like, it's just a matter of reading the room, right? And like, I think awareness is the key word because you know you'll never hear Tom Brady speaking this way, even if this is what you believe or this is what. But he he loves manipulating the media, bro. I think he honestly, I'm starting to believe he just gets a kick out of it. I think He's this is like you know. And think about it. The guy's not married. He doesn't have kids. He, you know what I mean? Like, he, I, I don't even know if he's still engaged to, uh, who was it again? Uh, Sharon. Um, what happened to Olivia Munn? They, they broke up. Ago, right? they, broke oh, they broke up. up eh? Yeah, it was Olivia Munn. Wasn't it Sharon Woodley or something? Or I don't know, man. Kayleen uh, Woodley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Shailene. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. but uh, Yeah, yeah. That's right. I think he was going out with like some uh, hippie now or something. Oh, for yeah. real? Yeah. Yeah, so, I saw some pictures on Instagram or something. I don't know. What a Aaron Rodgers. He's going through whatever it is. I guess we'll see this year because he is playing in an easy division. But uh, Big Tim, what do you think of Amon Ross St. Brown? Because apparently now this is, see, this is my problem with the news, okay? And I like Amon Ross St. Brown, but this is the headline. Amon Ross St. Brown is that guy for Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it, but it's kind of like, I don't know, man, like, well, regardless, it seems like what, what, what I want to get at mostly is that Amon Ross St. Brown seems like to be the number one receiver for Detroit. And I mean, are, is Detroit really going to not be in games? Or is Detroit going to be in game scripts where they're going to have to run the ball a lot? I don't know. What do you think, Tim? Well, I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown won a lot of people championships last year. Yeah. I, I picked him up at the right time and he won me a championship, you know. So, I mean, the potential is there, right? And, you know, right now I'm looking on Fantasy Pros. He's ranked 77. So, he's, you know, it's not really uh, – you're not really reaching for him at 77. I, I think he's going to have a decent year. I mean, saying that he's Jared Goff's number one weapon, does that really hold any value? Because, I mean, he had Cooper Cup and Cooper Cup never did, like, that much with him. So Well, say that to Jeremy Fowler, bro, because he says he's that guy, Joe. No, no, he could be that guy. I'm just saying you would want to be that guy for a better quarterback. You know what I mean? Joe, any chance the Lions can can win this division? Let's be honest. No, I'm I'm, I'm leading you there. I'm leading you, but because I know the answer you're going to say. Well, you know, it's 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 a very like. How do I put this? You know, it's it's not even a question. Like it's just like the Detroit Lions <laughs> have. You know, I don't even think they're a laughing stock just in the NFL. They're a laughing stock in all professional North American sports, bro. Like haven't won a playoff game or haven't what? Haven't been to a playoff game in over thirty years or something like that. Sorry, I haven't won a playoff game in over thirty years, and they just continuously make bad decisions and bad choices. But the reality of that division is that. Uh, you know, look, you could speak a game here or there with the Bears because they're another mess. And, you know, the Minnesota Vikings have had their inconsistencies. And I don't know, Aaron Rodgers seems to be in a midlife crisis of some kind right now. You know, new tattoos and all. Uh, 
you know, they could win. They could win some games, sure. But the, 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 Cousins, bro. Pardon me? Okay, what about Captain Kirk Cousins? He might uh, pull one out of this hat. Yeah, I, I actually, what I, what I like most about the Vikings is that, uh, you know, they, they got rid of Zimmer. And I've never been a Zimmer fan. I think he's just, you know, a little bit of a dinosaur and too defensive-minded. And I don't think he meshed well with Kirk Cousins. And I think that um, they were kind of like the Chargers of two years ago where there were so many close games that they could have, that won either way. I think they had the most one-possession games, if I'm not mistaken, in uh, in last season. I could be wrong on that stat, but, you know, I think when you have that type of uh, potential, you know, uh, translating into the next season, if, you know, a few better things go your way, next thing you know, instead of being uh, whatever they were, five, closer to 500, you're a 10 or 11 win uh, team. And I don't know what the Packers kind of may be trending a little bit more on the downside. I think it could be neck and neck fighting for the division going into December. So, Well, I think what's ultimately going to happen is because of the ayahuasca situation on Green Bay, the other teams in that division are going to say, well, we have to compete. But Aaron Rodgers is going to take all the ayahuasca. So unfortunately, <laughs> what's going to happen is you're going to have the Lions on LSD. You're going to have the freaking Bears on the lead. And you're just going to – it's going to be a fucking shit show that the, the uh, NFC North. It's uh, – like- Peace, peace and love, right, boys? Peace and love. Give, give me the Chicago Bears. Fuck it. Justin Fields is going to go off. No, if you tell me Jay Cutler's coming back, it's the Bears all day, baby. That's the it. Bears. Let's go. Okay, uh, Tim. Yeah, here we go with the next one. Okay, this is this is this caught my. And we already kind of spoke about it in, uh, yesterday, actually. Um, Traylon Burks, right? He was drafted by Tennessee Titans. Basically, he's gonna he's supposed to replace AJ Brown. They're like, fuck it, we don't like AJ Brown anymore. And they drafted this kid, Traylon Burks, from Arkansas. Arkansas. Anyway, bro, listen to this. Traylon Burks working through learning curves. So they're saying, according to um, some guy from a random site called paulkoharski.com, I don't know what that is, but this rookie, Traylon Burks, has been working through some rookie growing pains as he works with the second and thirds in camp. However, Herndon says, Burks has still largely been impressive. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up, Joe, is because do you remember the press on Jamar Chase preseason and during camp last year? He's dropping everything. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, they kept saying he was dropping everything. He can't catch anything. He's going to be a bust. And what happened? (laughs) He was uh, minutes away from winning a Super Bowl. I got to be honest, this is like something I never really noticed, but I, I, I'm, I'm starting to incorporate more like narratives into my decision making here because it's like, look, um, I guess we'll see how this progresses, right? He might actually be shit and we'll know, right? But to me, it's like if, if a player's ADP is going to get affected by news like this when it's not really the game, it's like, it might be an opportunity right there. It might be um, a value to pick up. You know what I'm saying, boys? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I with with rookies, it's always tough, hey, eh, bro. Like, if, you know, you really like if if you're somebody that knows your college ball and you know you really followed them, and if you fit the system too, eh, you know, don't kid yourself. Whenever you're put into a, a great position to succeed, that's where you know, you really flourish. I mean, you know, we could sit here and talk about, you know, Trevor Lawrence and what a really downer of a year he had last year, right? With all the hype surrounding him throughout college. So, you know, it's a, it's it's really a question of the coaching and, you know, the, the culture that you're established in. It's, it's, it's a lot of variables that have to kind of go your way, you know? 
just because we're going to talk about rookies in general next week, uh, we'll stop with like they're, they're on Traylon Brooks specifically, but I mean, we might as well talk a little bit about the AFC, uh, AFC South, right? Um, Joe, you're, you're a Colts guy. You heard about, uh, looks like Shaquille Leonard is going to miss some time. Is that a thing? Really? I had no yeah. idea, brother. Yeah. Shaquille Leonard is going to miss regular season games, unfortunately. Oh, wow. I feel like he does every year though, Tim. Am, am I thinking of the right guy here? Like, I feel like the Colts defense is like always really, really good, but they're always banged up. Yeah. I'm so- sorry. Go ahead, Tim. No, to be honest, I don't really follow uh, Colts, like, defensive news, so I don't really know their injuries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, coming Bro. into the year. But uh, well, what about what about the you mentioned Trevor Lawrence? So, what about the, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, too? I think you, you can't look at Trevor Lawrence based on last year. Last year, you just got to throw away that season. They didn't have a real coach, right? They had a guy there kicking his uh, kickers and uh, point stuff. <laughs> <at him. laughs> it, it, it was honestly like putting like a four-year-old kid in a candy store and telling him he could have whatever he wants and then just putting them all on the field, you know, and they're all, nobody's doing anything properly. Everyone's excited. Fuck. You know, it, it was a mess. It's a mess. It was it a mess. That. It well, was this year he actually has the coaching staff, right? They they got him an expensive receiver in Christian Kirk, right? I mean, well, money well spent out of all the receivers they could go grab. They pay Christian Kirk. We'll see what happens there. But, I mean, at least they're going in the right direction. They're going to have two back, uh, two running backs in the backfield. You know, they're going to more complete of a team. So, we'll see what happens. I, I honestly think, like, okay, look, they start off against the Washington Cucks. Sorry, Washington Commanders. <laughs> and uh, fuck that team. I think they're trash. So, <laughs> yeah, I think they're even more not biased at all. Like, I used, I, I, Joe, but before we get onto the Washington Commanders, like, regardless of that, I don't want to get on a tangent, but like, listen to the schedule Jacksonville, they play Washington. Okay. Then they go against Indianapolis, who they've always had their number, but then they play the Chargers and the Eagles. And then uh, they play Den. So they play that division. They play Denver, Las Vegas, Kansas City. But then they play teams like Detroit. Uh, you know, Tennessee is beatable, I think. I think the Dallas is beatable this year. The Jets are going to – they'll beat. Houston, they'll beat. You know, this is this could be – this Jacksonville team could win seven, eight games. You know, it's not far-fetched, bro. And, you know, when you get the right support, and I, I'm, I'm in total agreement with Tim's point about Urban Meyer. I think he's, he's – you know, probably one of the biggest jokes we've ever seen in terms of uh, short tenure coaches. But uh, I think in the AFC South, anything is possible. It's been a very big wild card of a freaking division since Peyton Manning left. Well, actually, since, well, when Andrew Luck was there, he had a little, you know, a nice little stint. But all this to say, uh, it's a very, very winnable division. And those six games, I could definitely see him doing like a four and two, five and one just in that division alone. And you know, it doesn't take much after, right? You know, you get on a couple little hot streaks, and if you get I'm a few not, pieces right. What do you think about the running back situation, though, Joe? Um, so you got Travis Etienne, right, who's coming back from an injury. From an injury, which, yeah. I guess it's gonna be, and then they have James Robinson, and according to this, he's the, he's playing with the first team in camp. Oh wow! Well, you but, know, I, I Travis Etienne and. Uh, and uh, Trevor Lawrence played with each other in college at Clemson, right? I, I, but, people know. are forgetting that. They did. Yeah, it's a very uh, Jamar Chase to Joe Burrow thing happening there. So, you know, when you have already have a rapport with uh, with a certain player, you know, uh, it could definitely uh, 
Sorry, guys. I'm just. You good? Oh, did we lose Cousin Joe? It's not an episode unless we lose Cousin Joe. Uh, but yeah. Mate. I think well, it's going to be. We're going to talk, talk about Travis Etienne later anyway. Or I'm yeah. going to talk about him. Sorry, guys. Did you hear me? Hello? Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. Back. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that, boys. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what was I saying? Travis Etienne and uh, Trevor Lawrence? They yeah. Have a good report yeah, yeah so look if they're, they're 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 very familiar with each other you know trevor lawrence second year in uh, i'm i'm expecting better things man honestly uh, and you might catch him in a, in a lot of undervalued uh, spots and situations so i think that might be one of the dogs i lean on throughout the season but um you already mentioned this joe so i'm just gonna put you on the spot on the denver broncos you you're on record uh right now at least we're, we're not gonna make it official till we talk about it on the podcast I think you're on record unofficially saying that the Broncos are going to run away with the division. <laughs> okay, not run away, but that the Broncos are going to win the, the AFC West this year. You, you know what it is, bro? I'm, I'm following a trend that's happened over the last two seasons where okay. two teams got two new quarterbacks and they went all the way to the Super Bowl and won. And it just fe- felt like those two teams that, are, you know, we know who they are from the last two seasons, that being the Los Angeles Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, all they were missing was the quarterback. You know, they had the pieces in place. And, you know, ultimately, that's the most important position in football. And I feel that strongly about the Denver Broncos. You know, and I'm sorry, Tim, I know that the Chargers are stacked this year. And the Raiders are just as stacked. And then you have... It's fucking ridiculous. It's not normal. And I cannot wait for that division. The are the odd man out right now, in my opinion. But the reason why I bring it up, Joe, fantasy-wise, is because, you know, Jamonte Williams is a pretty trendy pick this year. Yeah, big, like, big time, right? But uh, Melvin Gordon's there. You know what I mean? They didn't get rid of him. So listen to this. They're saying already that they're going to each be on a pitch count, that they're going to split the load. So it's like, what's your thoughts? Like, are you would you still take Javante Williams and would you take Melvin Gordon in fantasy this year? I would. I would, you know, always be mindful of the fact that, you know, I don't really think of Russell Wilson much as a, as a running quarterback, but, you know, he's got some legs as well. And, you know, they're, they're going to be playing behind a really good defense, too. So I think running the football is going to be a big part of what they do on offense. And, you know, they have a half-decent offensive line. You know, I think the, did they get some weapons at what, the receiver position? Or Well, yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they have – Jerry Judy is healthy. And they, they, healthy, healthy this healthy. Year, yeah. they, they actually lost a receiver. They lost uh, mm-hmm. their third receiver. He's out for the year. Who? Right. Who did they lose? Um, the guy from uh, – I can't remember his name, though. I Tim had him Patrick. on my last year. Their third receiver, Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick, he's going. Tim Patrick, he's yeah. Damn. I'll, yeah, just, so- I'll just touch a bit on that too about uh, Russell Wilson's best seasons is when he had a good run game. So I think they're going to run the ball a lot. And yeah. Gonna- so I- what you're saying, boys? You guys are on the Javante Williams hype train. Mm. I don't know I if like- I would. Yeah. Yeah. What the. No, I was gonna say where he where he's being drafted. You know, it's uh, it's okay. Like uh, I would take him. Like I wouldn't really move anyone ahead of him, but I mean, I wouldn't mind also picking up um, Melvin Gordon like as a later pick because I think he's gonna have a lot of uh, like uh, work. You know, and goal line work and just work in general. So yeah, they they're gonna need him to like deliver water. You know, do a little landscaping. I think uh, Melvin Gordon's <laughs> Melvin Gordon's gonna be there, bro. Um, yeah, I'm I'm right now, guys. You're gonna call me crazy, but uh, Javante Williams, 
is my seventh ranked running back. And uh, I think, uh, I think even with, because, okay, you know, I think Melvin Gordon's role was, it's the same as last year. And Devontae Williams last year, when he was on, like he was, he was a stud. I, and I think there's a lot of pop there. And, you know, okay, let's go look, uh, just we'll briefly talk about the Denver Broncos here because it's interesting. Um, listen to this, the schedule to start the year, boys. At Seattle, okay, versus Houston, uh, versus San Fran, at home against Houston, at home against San Fran, okay, at the Raiders, then they're playing Indianapolis, at Los Angeles, then they're at home against the Jets, at home against Jacksonville, but then they get their bye. The Tennessee, they play Carolina, Baltimore, Kansas City, Arizona, Los Angeles, Kansas City, Los Angeles. I mean, like, Bro, they they easily could start this year off. I mean, they're going to start the year off 2-0. I think they're playing two shitty teams to start the year. Uh, yeah, but I mean, Seattle should know how to stop Russell Wilson, right? So that might I be mean, a close we think. But yeah, they definitely have an easy schedule overall. Uh, this is crazy. Honestly, like, I'm, I'm going to be rooting for Russell in Denver, but that's a good point, Joe. I like what you said there. I never really thought of that. It's like the teams with the traded quarterback, they, they go on to win the Super Bowl. I, I would like to add, though, that Russell Wilson's absolutely terrible in the cold, and uh, it gets pretty cold in Denver. Yeah, that is true. He has, he has had his struggles in the, uh, the playoffs right. in the cold. Yeah. <laughs> but you <laughs> know what? Hey, they used to say that about Peyton Manning as well, and uh, he, made a, he made a half-decent run uh, in Denver in those later years when he was like on one arm. Yeah, but he, he also also has asthma, which doesn't help playing in altitude. So I don't know if it was a good fit for him to go to Denver. Is it, I, I think it can go one of two ways. I think Denver, at some points, I felt I uh, felt that they're overhyped. At some points, I feel like they're properly hyped. But now, Joe, I got to be honest, they're not really thinking hard about what you said there about the traded quarterback thing. And uh, Javante Williams, I think, could be a, is a star in the making. So I guess we'll see. It should be interesting. Looking for some other news before we continue. There's a few other things I wanted to talk about. Okay, boys. You know, you know what? All yeah. points well taken. But, you know, one thing that I feel like a lot of people also forget about Russell Wilson is you guys remember not last season where I think he was just completely unmotivated and that team was absolute garbage. But the year before that, where the first six, seven games of the season, you remember who was like – like almost like the undisputed MVP. Eh? It was Russell Wilson, bro, when he was killing it with Seattle, like absolutely destroying it. Then I think they kind of cooled off or whatnot. Then they ended up even losing the division, if I'm not mistaken. No, I know they lost to the Rams in the playoffs, but mm. you know, he has his moments. So, you know, if they could start off strong and if he doesn't have to have that big a role, that's what I like because the, the, they play off their defense. And if they have the good run game, to Tim's point, he's he always he often has thrived when he's got a solid run game and defense because he could be that game manager and make that big throw when you need it. You know, that's all you really yeah. need. It's gonna be, I think it's a Denver Broncos are gonna be a fun team to watch this year. Bro, bro, anybody uh, from that, anybody from that AFC uh, West is is more than you know capable of going to the Super Bowl. Oh my night. god. I mean, like I'll, I'll talk a bit about that Raiders later. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, just, I mean, come on. Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, and then, like, oh, I guess we could give it to Josh Jacobs, worst case, you know? What a red zone. It's stupid. And then, like, think of the Chargers. You have freaking Eckler. You got Mike Williams. You have Keenan Allen. And then you have Herbert, who's arguably going to be the best quarterback to ever walk this earth. 
you know, all, you know. Hey, amen, bro. Amen. <laughs> He's going wild. Let's fucking go. But uh, the Chiefs boys, you know, listen to this. They got this random guy who might be the GOAT. His name is Isaiah Pacheco. And he's shining. He's getting work in the passing game. He's a rookie. Tim, am I crazy? Or do, do, is this totally like the Chiefs? They get these random running backs out of nowhere who just fucking end up being the starter. Like, you know, the Chiefs, this team, well, what's their deal, bro? Who the fuck is Isaiah Pacheco? Have you heard of this guy? Nah, <laughs> Very good question. They they like collecting running backs, the Chiefs. They use them a few years and then they get rid of them. They're they're never gonna have another Jamal Charles, I don't think. <laughs> uh, That's what I they're trying to out there, you know. Is this the end of the Chiefs dynasty? Ah, uh, good good question. Uh, to, to be honest, know? arguably I think they have a better receiving core this year than last year. Really? Yeah, Tyreek, eh? Because Skymore is as fast as Tyreek, and Juju actually knows how to run routes. Like they were using who Byron Pringle last year, and yeah. Tyreek just like runs fast. He doesn't really, yeah, he's you know, he a good route runner, but I, I don't really see it. <laughs> you know, I don't know. People are forgetting was... how good Juju was when Ben Roethlisberger wasn't dying. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, he was fucking old last. He looked like he was dying last year, but but uh. You know, Juju used to be good, but then he freaking had uh, what's his face? He had um, Mason Raymond, and he had everybody loves Mason Raymond. And then he had freaking uh, who else? He had a, 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 a random batch of quarterbacks, and then he broke his his leg or something. No, his knee tore his ACL or something like that. Juju. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, like the Chiefs teams are going to be competitive, but to me, they're the odd. They're the, they're the odd man out, guys. You know, I would like to add to Herbert this off season. He put on ten pounds of muscle. Oh boy! So he's and, going to be more of a Josh Allen this year, I think. He's not going to be. A, they're going to run him a bit more. Hopefully, all in the brain, eh, Tim? He just ten pounds of brain fortitude and and strength and memory, and he's just a he's a super genius now, eh? Yeah, you know it's crazy, bro. I remember watching a game with Justin Herbert, like just on a random sidebar. This was like before the year before he got drafted into the NFL, and I remember the kid just didn't have that type of like I don't know, man. The way he just mans the pocket and just that that confidence and that like I don't know. It's like he when he got to the pros, he just be all of a sudden like completely shifted and became that much more better. Like obviously he was hyped up a little bit going into the NFL, but not to what we're seeing now. It's it's insane. Like I I didn't foresee this. Crazy. He saw those money at the end of his uh, his paychecks. You know, he's like, oh yeah, maybe I that's what it was, bro. Money, <laughs> <laughs> but but I will say this, uh, Oak, to your question about the uh, Chiefs dynasty, I never, I never, I never, uh, I never count out. I should say, uh, Fat Andy Reid, man, that's my guy. That guy, you know, he's an offensive guru. He's a genius. He always. Comes into the seasons prepared, you know, schematic, like everything from A to Z is always really top with uh, as, as opposed to his game management. That's that's always often put into question. I mean, I constantly worry about his health, but I never worry about him winning games of football. There <laughs> you go. There you go. I, can't, I, can't, I couldn't have put it any better. Yeah, but he's honestly, it, I, I said for the longest time personally, this guy has to win a Super Bowl, which he did two years ago. 
And uh, to me, he's one of the best coaches of all time. Put him next to Belichick. Put him against uh, some of the older guys. You know, well, I, I put I put him up there with Belichick, bro. I just think I, you know, I'll be a, a, a critic of his, you know, in-game decisions at times. But when it comes to like just the, the brains and you know, especially when it comes to offense, oof, Andy Reid's their guy, man. You know, when he when he can elevate a guy like Alex Smith, you know, like that, that that's when you know, bro. That's, yeah, that's when you know. Yeah, straight up, that's when you know because Alex Smith, you know, you might have been a first-round pick, but. Uh, you he know, had a ceiling. Uh, he had a ceiling. He had a very limited arm, and you know, yeah. uh, he's not a guy I want when uh, my team goes down two touchdowns, right? You know. No, he was. Uh, he had that one good fantasy year, though, Tim. Remember? Yeah, because of Jamal Charles. Yeah, <laughs> Tim and I. Tim and I had him. <laughs> what a what a rush! What a Cooper rush! He, he was almost like a cheat code that year, Jamal Charles. Yeah, like 60 something points 68 points or something ridiculous against the Raiders <laughs> the Raiders <laughs> you know boys I can't leave here without talking about my new favorite quarterback of all time Baker Mayfield because he's got the inside track boys he's good he's got the inside track and he's going for that starting quarterback job and once I'm so, that happens, I'm, I'm so glad this game. came up bro you know yeah. what? Like he deserves all the crit critique and all the freaking yeah. like all the shit that he gets, bro. He deserves it because his arrogance and his freaking commercials. And you were a first overall pick, and you know what? You had all the pieces in place. Number one overall pick. He was not. He went number one overall, bro. Oh, bro, he's trash, bro. He, yeah. You know. Sorry, but he uh, went, no. Oh, oh, he went sorry, one, bro. and Sam Darnold went three. Yeah. The point here's what I think, bro. That was a weird year. Here's what I think. I think if I'm being real serious, the Carolina that division is going to be pretty weak this year, including the Bucks, who might still win it. But I don't like the Bucks at all this year, and uh, I'm not biased when I say this because I don't think Carolina is that good either. But that said, Joe, you know, and Tim, they went four zero the Panthers when McCaffrey before McCaffrey went down. Granted, it wasn't the hardest schedule. But, like, that Carolina team has got a good defense. So they have lockdown corners. I don't know, guys. I mean, Baker Mayfield, this could be a random uh, resurgence. And his commercials uh, might end up coming back to bite us. Because right now, yeah, he's a piece of shit. But uh, what? Here, I'll get the Carolina Panthers schedule out, boys. I got to be honest with you. This is, I mean, I'm making my case for what uh, is my team, I guess. There they are. They play. They do play the Denver Broncos, so that's probably a loss right there. But uh, oh man, you want to? You want to? You want to? You heard it here first. Carolina fifteen and two this year. I did not say that. Look, they play the Browns week one. That's a lot. Okay, then they play the 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 New York Giants. That's going to be a good game. But uh, then they play the New Orleans Saints, who are overrated. They're going to get smoked by Arizona, but uh, not everyone would agree with me there. Wait, and then they got a rough schedule because they got Arizona, San Francisco, and the Rams. But then, honestly, the Bucs. We'll see about the Bucs. Then they play Atlanta twice. No good. Cincinnati. Yeah, they're good. Baltimore, Denver. Okay. Then they have their bye. But then they got Seattle, Pittsburgh, and the Lions. Tampa Bay and New Orleans to end the season. Don't look now, but the Carolina Panthers, like Tim said, are going 15-2. and two. <laughs> No. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> I, I heard at least 12 losses there, but uh, carry on, Oak. Damn. No, real, real talk. I think my main point, uh, guys, is 
I I don't think this is. I think this this could be the worst one of the worst divisions in football, even worse than the NFC East. Yeah, I'd say it's it's definitely not going to be as competitive. Well, look, the Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers, uh, <laughs> like forget it, bro. And I don't know, man, the Saints. What's going on there, bro? I feel like I haven't heard much about what's happening. The Saints are even worse than Atlanta and Carolina. Okay. My opinion. The, the Saints are just full of terrible contracts they took to like try to win a Super Bowl three years ago, you know? Literally. Right? <laughs> yeah. they're, they're literally finished for the next five years. They have like no yeah. chance. Okay. But anyway, I wanted to just make that little joke, joking uh, plea for my team since we talked uh, about the Colts a bit and we talked about uh, the charges. But, uh, you know what, guys? One thing that, you know, I've really picked up on, you know, just because, you know, you brought up Baker Mayfield, that, you, you know, when you're a clown franchise, you know, you just mean, <laughs> no, 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 but it's it's the truth because look at that 2018 draft, bro. You know, now they're both fighting for a job in Carolina and they're no longer yeah. with the team that drafted them, which was the That's Cleveland Browns. Go with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold with the New York Jets. And think about who went after them in that draft, bro. You had Josh Allen that went seven, who was probably going to win the MVP this year. And Lamar Jackson went 32nd in that year. And he already won an MVP. And he's been winning games with a freaking decimated Ravens team over the last couple of years. So it's, you know, when you're a good franchise, i.e., you know, the Baltimore Ravens, and I have my question marks with the Bills as well, but it seems like they finally got it into play. But Honestly, yeah. bro. We're gonna the get Browns the Bills and the Jets, we, like forget it, bro. Just to we're gonna it. end up talking about the Bills um at some point, but uh I don't know. I don't even want to talk about a lot of them now because straight up, Joe, this might be one of the better teams ever. Straight up, man. This is gonna be I think the Bills are gonna run out. Their schedule is a cakewalk. They they could they can win a lot of games. That team could go 15 and two straight up. And they're and they're hungry, bro. Don't kid yourself. That 13 seconds. If I'm if I'm if I'm a Buffalo Bills player, not I, I don't want to give it too much, but I would watch that freaking 13 second freaking stupidity every single day just to motivate me even more to get back and hopefully against the Chiefs again and bury them in the playoffs. Well, yeah, honestly, I want the Chiefs to do well just so they can get embarrassed by the Bills in the playoffs. That that is my that that's my life goal right now. That that, um, that, that, that I'm I'm totally with you on that. Um, okay, so normally we call it the NFC least, but boys, t- Tim, we were talking about this, but the Philadelphia Eagles, how good are they this year, man? Well, I think they have potential to be good. We just think Potent- there's yeah, that's how it, not, yeah, like potentially they're really good. They they improved a lot this offseason. They actually have a number one receiver for the first time in a long time. And, uh, you know, if Jalen Hurts could take a, another uh, step forward from last year, I think this could be a very interesting team to see, especially in that division, right? They, you know, they have four free wins right off the bat. And then, you know, the, then there's Dallas, who we, we're not really too sure about right now either. Cause... Honestly, bro, I think uh, switch Dallas with the Giants this year, man. I think Dallas is going to be trash, finally. I think this could be the year where a lot of these, like, really good teams – just don't do it, get replaced by the new up and coming teams. But anyway, um, quickly with the Eagles team, you got the Lions, Minnesota, Washington, Jacksonville to start the year. 4 0. 4 0. And then they play yeah. Arizona and Dallas. They're, they're probably going to lose one of those games, but uh, they're at home for Dallas and uh, they play Arizona on the road. So, like, I don't know. But then uh, they have the bye, then it's Pittsburgh, Houston, Washington again. 
Indianapolis, Green Bay, Tennessee, New York, Chicago, Dallas, New Orleans, and New York. Like, boys, this team is gonna, it's got an easy fucking schedule. This team's got an easy schedule. Well, that's the that's the advantage of being shit the year before, you know. <laughs> well, then they made the playoffs, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not good enough for Tim. Yeah, Joe, they really uh, left a lot of games. Like they blew a lot of games. They could have been even better last year, I guess. Joe, what do you what do you think of Miles Sanders? No. I mean, I, I've liked what I've seen so far. I, I think, you know, he fits the system well. Uh, I, I, Bro, when you talk to me about the Eagles, I'm just still not sold on Jalen Hurts, man. Like, I feel like this guy, I feel like this yeah. guy completes, like, what, 50 to 55% of his passes? Like, I don't know how much that could get you in this league. I know that. I'm checking the nerdy stats right now, boys. I'm checking the nerdy stats. Okay. The, the okay, so, like, Brady, Rogers, Prescott, Mahomes, Herbert, look at all these great quarterbacks. Okay, Allen, Burrow. Wilson, Wentz, all you know is better than Jalen Hurts, but uh, you know we will anyway. According to the nerdy stats, Carson Wentz is a better and Teddy Two Gloves are better quarterbacks than uh, Jalen Hurts. I agree with Carson Wentz. You know, I feel like post injury is really fantasy and stats. Like so is listen to this, Joe. Like Jimmy Garoppolo is fucking ahead of Josh Allen according to the the nerds. The nerds are fucking, you know how, how much they like football. Those big nerds with their DVOA, you know? You, you know what it is about Jimmy Garoppolo? Everybody shits on him, but bro, that guy, he has a sample now in the NFL as a starter and he wins like 70% of his game, bro. It's uh, it's it's pretty remarkable when you think about it. You yeah. know, we're talking I'm fantasy. i touch on Jalen Hurts a bit. Um, yeah. You know, because last year his... Um, his completion percentage went up to 61.3, which isn't, like, that bad, you know, for no. a type of quarterback that he is. He quietly almost had 800 yards rushing, and he had 10 rush touchdowns. And he had uh, 16 pass touchdowns and 9 picks. So, like, if he just improves a bit from last year, which isn't, like, out of the question, especially his passing stats, like, you know, he could be a good quarterback, man. Honestly, he improved tremendously uh, throughout the year, in my opinion, as a thrower. He he only threw nine picks. And, you know, people are hating on his accuracy. And only nine picks, that's not that. uh, We've seen better quarterbacks throw more picks than that. And, I mean, like, did you? I I really think Dallas is, okay, I want to see this fucking shit team. Okay. I feel like I'm, I I still don't really know why I hate the Dallas Cowboys so much. I feel like this podcast doesn't love the Dallas Cowboys. But uh, they start the year against the Tampa Bay Bucks, Cincinnati, Giants, Washington. Okay, they they play uh their schedule is also easy. Like basically the NFC East has an easy schedule. So they play Washington though to end the year of boys. And I can't remember the last time the NFC East was decided, wasn't decided on the last game. So that's a good point. Yeah, so, I mean, a common trend. So I and Dallas and uh, Washington play at the end. I don't think Washington's gonna is probably I with Carson is like I don't know boys Wentz versus Taylor Haneke. What do you think? Who's who's better there? Who would you rather have? 
Well, after all the picks that I saw Wentz throw last year and the stupidities that he did to cost me all kinds of fucking money, I'd probably go with the Heineken, baby. That's just me. <laughs> Tim, what do you think? You know, I kind of always liked Carson Wentz. I just think he gets in his own head and he tries to make things too difficult for himself. I I think, I don't know, maybe Ron Vera could get to, through to him and like just make him like shut the fuck up and, you know focus and play and he could be a good quarterback again like he was almost an mvp that year. what did he end up being the mvp that year i can't even remember when he got injured he was putting up mvp caliber stats he so. was he was for the uh yeah. The, yeah yeah he's back in the division he might have a, a revenge factor thing against the uh the philadelphia eagles um but uh quickly back to the eagles tim are you are you trusting miles sanders this year uh no okay what about Kenneth Gainwell or Boston Scott? I'd rather draft Kenneth Gainwell. Okay. So is there's, I wanted, to, I, I, reason I bring it up is apparently he's going to be used as the goal linebacker. And I feel like that's exactly Kenneth what Gainwell? he's doing. Hmm? Kenneth Gainwell, you're saying? Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah, but the goal linebacker is uh, Jalen Hurts, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. He uh, does I, his run op, run uh, run pass options, and he normally just runs it in. So, yeah, I just feel like Miles Sanders. As much as I like wanna, I have him decently ranked. I think he has potential. Like he actually, according to the nerdy stats, I mean, uh, okay, we got to go to running backs here, but I'll get that out in a second. But according to the nerdy stats, from what I remember, all of those Eagles running backs were really highly ranked, and that's because their running system is is actually quite good as well. Because of Hurts. And I don't know, Joe, like Hurts with AJ Brown apparently is connecting like crazy in the early camp. And I know that doesn't mean anything. I, we've talked about that. But uh, now you add an AJ Brown to the mix, three running backs if they're all healthy. Jalen Hurts, you still got Dallas Goddard. You know, like their defense is pretty, pretty good. I mean, this, uh, I think it's going to come down to in the playoffs with this team. I think they're, they're to me, they're the, they're one of the, the teams that I, I, I just can't see them not making the playoffs this year. Yeah. I mean, look, when, when you got those pieces, you know, you, you'll win games, you know, it's, you're you have the advantage of being in the inferior conference. I just don't put them at that same tier as, you know, the LA Rams, not even the Niners, to be very honest with you. Uh, you know, a, a Green Bay Packers, even though they lost Devontae Adams, like if you're talking specifically just playoffs, like they'll win I'm games. Talking they'll, they'll, they'll... Specifically the NFC East, really. Oh, okay. If, if that's the case, then yeah, sure. Like I, I you know what, I, I haven't feared the Cowboys at all in the last 15 years, to be honest with you. So <laughs> I just think they're a joke. You know, uh, I think, you know, Washington is a dysfunctional organization and the Giants have been a mess since Eli Manning became pretty trash seven or eight years ago. So it's a very winnable division. They'll do well. They'll win games. They have the pieces. I just, you know, I, I look at Jalen Hurts and like, yeah, you know, he had some pretty decent stats last year, but he's not a guy, in my opinion, that's going to go and win you a Super Bowl or, you know, but they'll, they'll be good this year. Right? What's their win total at? Uh, their win total is at, um, well, we're going to get to that later, right? But, um, okay. Yeah, so yeah, I think it, do you guys want to talk about the Alvin uh, Kamara at all? Because I, I, I got to be honest, I don't give a fuck. Honestly, but these fucking. <laughs> I think we should just jump into the win total since we're already talking about it. 
Okay, we can do one photo first, and then we'll we'll end it off with our breakouts. Yeah, that's a better idea. Okay, so win totals. Let's uh, let's talk about some win totals. Tim, what's uh, what's what's the first one that catches your eye? Well, I mean, we were saying how the Bills are going to be a good team, and I think eleven and a half is low for them. I think they'll win thirteen, fourteen games probably. I'd go over there for sure. I absolutely would. Um, I'll try, let's get this bill schedule out there again. But uh, well, I just don't think that division's like, you know, I don't think they're very good compared to the Bills. You know, like the teams are okay compared to other teams, but compared to the Bills, they, they should sweep the their division pretty much. They're just gonna lose to the Titans on bullshit like they all, that all all year. Well. Okay, here's the thing about the Bills. They start the season, eh? That's the, they're playing at LA rounds. And uh, Stafford might not even be ready for that. Fucking smoke them. I think they're going to smoke the Rams. I honestly Stafford do. might not be ready for the start of the year. I, I think the Rams are going to be a disappointment compared to last year. I mean, it's hard not to, right? They won the Super Bowl. But uh, the Bills, fuck. Then they play Tennessee, Miami, Baltimore. Pittsburgh, Kansas City. To me, these all all easily could be wins. Uh, yeah, they're probably going to lose one or two in there, but I think I I don't think it's far fetched that let's say they start one, two, three, four, five, six, and zero. Oh. Then they're going to play Green Bay. You know what? I say they beat them. Then they play the Jets, Minnesota, Cleveland, Detroit. Bro, this team might not lose a game until they play freaking New England, which to be honest, they're going to lose that game. There's going to be some glitch in the weather again. Adro, Tom Brady's hey. going to come back. He's going to retire before this. This is what's going to happen this year, boys. He's going to retire before this, but Mac Jones is going to get injured the week before this game, and then Tom Brady's going to come back and win the New England Patriots the Super Bowl. Sign that. Uh, that's wishful thinking. He's never going back to New England. <laughs> no, I know. I agree. It's not. It's not only wishful thinking. It's uh, it's riffing. It's not. Uh, it's not reality. But. But, um, yeah, 11 and a half to me seems low because uh, it's less than the amount of games in the season, which is 18. How about that? They're going 18 and 0, boys. Let's fucking go. 18 wins uh, and one giant loss. Remember that, yeah, too? Probably. <laughs> yeah. I still have that, You're going to lose to the Ayahuasca squad. You'll see. You're going to lose to the Ayahuasca. But, uh, uh, isn't there only 17 games? Of- yeah, 17 games. Yeah, 17. 18, 18 weeks. But um, 11 and a half, Joe, what do you think? Uh, you know, I actually remember last season, I think it was the same thing, if I'm not mistaken, and they landed on 11 for the Bills. Yeah, they mistaken. landed on 11. Yeah, exactly. Um, but they choked a few games in there. Yeah, they did. They did. I, I think I, I'd probably have to go over, bro. I, I, I'll I, be I'll be very honest with you. I wouldn't play it, but if I had to get a lean, I'd, I'd go over. I just uh, I think these guys are coming out with a vengeance. I think they got better on defense. I think I think they pretty much got you know a, a Super Bowl appearance taken away from them last year, and uh, I think they're going to do everything possible to uh, to ultimately achieve their goal. And I, I think Josh Allen is going to be a leading candidate for MVP all year. So absolutely. Um, okay, let's talk, Tim. What's the Rams win total? It's uh, ten and a half. Okay. So let's say they get smoked, well, they, whatever. It doesn't matter what, how much they lose. But let's say they lose to Buffalo. Okay, they play Atlanta week two. We'll call that a win. So that's one. Okay, but then they play Arizona and San Francisco. Let's say they, they're going to lose one. They're all, all, both on the road, by the way. So they're going to lose 
we'll, you know, we'll give them one. We'll, we'll give them one on one. So that's two wins only. Dallas, Carolina, San Francisco, Tampa Bay. Uh, probably so they, 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 they play San Fran twice in the first six weeks. They play San Fran twice in the first six weeks. That's a terrible schedule. <laughs> well, bro, remember that's another division where, like, you know, there's usually, know, but... but look who they play in the last week, boys. They play Seattle, and then they have to play Los Angeles, Denver, Green Bay, Las Vegas, Kansas City, mixed in with Arizona and San Francisco twice. Uh, you know what, boys? Rams aren't even making the fucking playoffs this year. Honestly, I'm I'm under. I'm slamming the under on that win total. I, I just don't see it. I don't see the Rams. I think they're choking a bit this year. And uh, you're really over exaggerating their division, though, because Seattle's terrible. The Cardinals yeah. are terrible. And we don't even know. Bro, you are so wrong about the Cardinals. There is, they are not terrible. They are, they are, they are a great team, in my opinion. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of drama right now, though, with all that Kyler Murray contract Kyler Murray. nonsense. Yeah, maybe. No, but they're hosting the this year. There's another trend, Joe. The hosted Super Bowl team is going two years in a row, too. Oh, you're that's true. Very true. And uh because they're eight and a half wins. To me, that's like I guess to me, like eight and a half is, is disrespect for Arizona. I'm not saying that they're even gonna win the Super Bowl, but I just think I think Arizona's gonna win. Well, right now I gotta go with Arizona or San Fran winning that division. You know, I haven't decided yet. But to me, the Rams. And definitely not Seattle because, yeah, there's shit. But uh, 10 and a half to me is too high. Do you, think Trey, do, you, do you think Trey Lance is ready? Like, we only I saw don't. a very small sample last year, right? I mean, does is he even going to really play as much as people think, you know? Yeah, that's a good question. Jimmy G, Jimmy G might not even get traded, eh? No, they said they're not using Jimmy G. That's a fact. I don't think he's allowed to be in practices either or something, though. No? Yeah, they're getting rid of him. He's gone. He's going somewhere. Yeah. They're they're putting all their eggs in Trey Lance's basket. And last year he didn't look that great. He looked Yeah, nervous. honestly, like and I, in, in, I, I in so far in preseason, he's looked terrible too. That's uh I don't know. I, I understand you know what, Oak? I understand your premise and you know the, the Super Bowl hangover thing, you know, that's 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 a thing. I just uh, I that division is just not that scary. Like it's it'll be competitive, and you know what? The, there are teams like the Niners that have given the Rams fits over the last couple of years. I just uh, but you know what? I could see them finishing eleven and six. Why not? You know, Ooh, the Cardinals and, and you and you hit your bet. You know, eleven. No, yeah, I'm going under on that ten and a half with the Rams. I think oh, it's it, it was ten and a half. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, my bad. I yeah. thought it was enough. The Broncos and the Chargers, from my understanding, Tim, right? They're both 10 and a half as well. And the Chiefs. And the, okay, Chiefs is an under two. Like we already briefly spoke about that. To me, that's another. I, I, I'm looking at these schedules, boys. And what's really screaming out to me, the narrative that I just can't not see. I know double negative and all. Double negative and all. That's how serious I am. Is this narrative of like it's the new age, okay? Like the new the new teams are gonna fucking come out of nowhere. You got the Buffalo Bills, okay. You got the Arizona Cardinals. You've got uh, the Carolina Panthers, maybe. You were you know, right you with got, the Bills, and then you just like fell you off. You got so the Raiders. Crazy. You got the Chargers. You know, I think this is the um the and you got the Denver Broncos. You know, you got the new these new new powerhouse teams that I think are forming. 
and I think we're going to see that this is going to be the demise of these racist elite, um, owners like Jer- Jer- Jerry Jones and yeah, Jerry Jones, you know, like it's going to be the demise of Jerry Jones and maybe even um, the Tampa Robert. Bay Bucks and Tom Brady, you know what I mean? And, uh, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's trying to stay current with this new age re- revolution by doing ayahuasca. So <laughs> I think this is going to be the uh, that, that's going to be the narrative this year. The NFL is cool and it and you're going to have the Buffalo Bills winning every game by 40 points. Arizona Cardinals <laughs> winning every game by a lot. You know, all these running quarterbacks just going all over the place, freaking gunning the ball a million yards. Yeah, I, I, that's what I see. You know, we spoke about this last year, boys, how the NFL was becoming more and more, like, ridiculous. You know what I mean? And I'm starting to look at these schedules, and I don't know, boys. Like, that Raiders fucking uh, red zone. Holy fuck. Like, these teams are, are out of control here, some of them. To me, it's going to be, like, almost like a video game in some ca- in some of these games. Hmm. But you know what's funny, bro, is that whenever we, like there's a team that's always very hyped up, I always go back to the infamous 2011 Philadelphia Eagles dream team. Remember how underwhelming oh my God. that was? The freaking Michael Vick and the Jeremy Macklin and Deshaun Jackson and freaking Deshaun eh? McCoy. Bro, they were garbage. And that's with Andy Reid at head coach. They freaking, and everybody was healthy that year, eh? It's not they like nobody had a dog that. beater, though, as a fucking quarterback. They had a fucking, the guy fucking tr- doesn't like dogs. Like, right there. Yeah. You have to know <laughs> something was wrong with that guy, you know? Like, but, but do you remember why there was so much hype? Because the season before, Michael Vick came in to replace, I think McNabb got hurt or something, and he was ripping it, bro. Like, I remember there was one game in particular. Yeah. It was against the Redskins, and I'll never forget because in fantasy, Vic ended up finishing with like 60 or 70 points. It was retarded. I think he had like six touchdowns, uh, rushed for I don't know how many yards. He just gave him a beatdown. And, you know, with all the other pieces that I just mentioned, everybody was expecting them to freaking finish like, uh, you know, 13 and three, 14 and two NFC championship game. And I think if I'm not mistaken, it was 500 or even worse. But wow. very underwhelming season. And and like I said, not that anybody was hurt. You had Andy Reid. The defense was actually fairly decent at the time. You know, uh, think about it. You know, four or five years previous, they were making NFC Championship games every other year with McNabb at quarterback. You know, so anyway, that's all this to say. It was all... The Carolina uh, Panthers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, no. was, it was all a big thing. And then what happened? They, they just like completely hit a wall and shot the bed. So, so you think it's possible Buffalo doesn't live up to expectations? No, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens to the Raiders. You know, with uh, oh the Raiders, with, yeah, with, I can definitely see that, bro. With with, yeah. with their uh, with their history and with all this hype, you know, and Devonte Adams and like I don't know, it's I gonna think, be interesting. I think Devonte Adams is a super talented receiver, but it'll be interesting to see if it's like Rogers. they play together, hey boys, Fresno State connection right there. True, true. It's true. It's going to be interesting, but I agree, Joe. I think uh, Denver can fall into an overhyped category. Raiders can fall into an overhyped category. What, what's the Raiders right now, Tim? What's their win total? That's a good team to talk about. Uh, it's actually pretty low. I think it's eight and a half. See, that's too low. And I'm honestly, guys, I, I know the Raiders and all that. And everyone, <laughs> I, I do have a spot, soft spot for the Raiders. You know, I'm, I'm from Compton. So, no. <laughs> 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 but I I think they well, okay. Well, let's look at their schedule first. But nine games isn't even that much. It's nine and eight. You know, uh, modern NFL. I could see it happen. I know it's a tough division, but like at worst, I think they'll finish three and three in that division. Well, they start off with a whole. Look at this fucking schedule to start the year. At the charges, 
Then they play the Arizona Cardinals, who I'm, I honestly – maybe – I honestly think Arizona's just going to destroy them. But then they play the Titans, who are fucking annoying. We, are, we know that. The Broncos, we've, 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 we've spoken I have. And then, you know, they play the Chiefs. And I guess if the Chiefs aren't that good, and this is a primetime game, right? So it's a primetime game against the Chiefs. Aren't we giving them – but it's very possible they start off the season 5-0, and 0-5 before their bye week. Because then they're on bye. Yeah. After that brutal scratch, scratch you know? That would but be what, – what, What's your hunch, guys? Do you think it's a mixed bag? Or do you think they they actually like fucking choke? Oh, I think they're gonna be okay. I I think it's gonna be close. Like with the last like three weeks, they're gonna be like one or two games apart. All the teams, you know. Yeah, I, I think that's what we're looking at. Two eight and a half. I'd probably go over. A not strong conviction though. There, it's not something I'd bet. Would any of you guys bet that? Hmm. Uh, I, I would, I would, I wouldn't bet it to be honest, because I wouldn't be surprised if they win eight, you know, and I wouldn't yeah, be surprised exactly. if they win nine. So, I would, I would just skip that one. You know, there it is. There it is. You know, would be interesting, eh? Imagine all four teams from that division make it to the playoffs. It's possible. It's just, uh, yeah. you know, you would really need a lot of things to go in your favor, right? Within the conference, it's very tough. Yeah. But, uh, it's not entirely crazy. I mean, you know, in the AFC East, you know, uh, the Bills will run away with it. I think the Patriots are very, like, uh, I don't know what the heck is going on there. Uh, and then you have, obviously, the, uh, uh, the what's it called, the Ravens, I think. Or, uh, then again, I don't know, Joe Cool, bro. What's going on in Cincinnati, man? Yeah, what's going on with the Pentecostalist Joe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of that. Our, uh <laughs> Poor guy's got a busted appendix already. He's fucking got so hammered after the Super Bowl. Eh? Yeah. Like, smoke, too many, smoke too many cigars. <laughs> yeah. What's going on with him, Tim? What's going on with the pencil? Um, pencil, Joe. Uh, Joe Burrow. Well, he's seen better days. He's, he's recovering, right? He's apparently skinny. He's lost a bit of weight. Skinny Joe, they call him now. Skinny yeah. Joe. I like it. No, what is this nickname? Uh, Joe I, uh, Joey Ice or what or something? Uh, Joe Cool, no? Joe or, Cool, yeah. Or Joe Joe Shiesty, wasn't it that? Joe Shiesty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, what's their what's their win total? The Cincinnati Bengals. Their win total is nine and a half, and last year they won ten. Okay, so I have to check the schedule. But right away, I'm thinking this is a just I don't really know because I mean they at home against Arizona. Oh no, wait, that's the Chiefs. Um, because I know the Chiefs play Bengals. So like, yeah, I don't know about the Bengals this year, guys. I mean, them too. Like coming off that big emotional thing last year, they could have a letdown. But I like, also think they could just they can come out strong again. I mean, they they start off against Pittsburgh. Then they play Dallas, the Jets, Miami. They could start 4-0 here, boys. Yeah, uh, it's it's very possible. I think uh, – I don't well, know. I, I just have... want to point out that you have Dallas losing every game so far. Dallas, and bro. I'm just saying, though. <laughs> but, uh, 17, baby. I, I, I guess I'd probably go over with the Bengals just based on the that 
if they could, I think they very easily could start 4 0. And it goes along with this narrative I'm going to follow right now that it's the, the new teams are going to really shine this year, you know, the up and coming teams. So, I, I, but I'm not really, I, I don't, I don't like that. And, uh, it's not, to, but to what's Dallas at then? Let's, let's talk about these. Dallas is at 10 and a half. I just checked. Fucking, it's, they're not even going to win one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get them out of here. Where, where are the Dallas? Um, well, let's actually look at the schedule, but um, Joe, without looking at the schedule and understanding that I am being a bit hyperbolic for entertainment purposes, am I being too hard on this team or is it just me or what's going on with the Cowboys? I don't think you're being, I, I don't think, I think you should be more harsh, bro. I, I, <laughs> I, I, been, I, I No, but I, I'm being serious. Everybody that ever talks to me with the Cowboys, because I know a few Cowboys fans, I bet, you know, look, I do have my biases, but I try to be as objective as I can. And I often refer to them as the country club of the NFL. Like nobody fears this team. Nobody fears going to play them at that stupid stadium that they, whatever it is, uh, what was it? A couple of billion dollars? Jerry Jones at the, oh man, like it's just... Well, Sorry, I, I get very I get very passionate when it comes to the Cowboys because I'm so like against this whole notion and this narrative that they're America's team. I think it's absolutely no. trash. They're I don't, a disgusting team. Under, yeah, under what precedent? Because why? Since Jerry Jones bought them with his freaking oil money in the 80s, he turned them into a dynasty for a couple of years in the 90s. Go look at Troy Aikman's stats, bro. It's a freaking like it's a sin that that guy's in the Hall of Fame. Okay, like full <laughs> objectivity. <It is. laughs> like I'm sorry, I, I could find like five. Average quarterbacks, I know it's a different league today that, you know, will have much better numbers than freaking Troy Aikman that got elevated because of Emmett Smith and, you know, Michael Irving and all those freaking yes. famers that they had. He was so bad. He, I didn't even want to play with him in Madden. I remember that. I remember yeah, as a kid, and like, I didn't even know who this guy was, but he was like, <laughs> and his stats were pretty good in Madden. But they were just like, I never wanted to play with that piece of shit. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Troy 100%, Aikman. bro. And I don't even like him as a broadcaster. Like, but what? I, I, I mean, like, come on. <laughs> I, I really don't. Like, I, I just, I, I know I come off like I have a lot of Cowboys hate, but I just don't like, the, the, like, look, what they had in the 90s, that's fine. But, you know, I feel well, like all the way, fans they were really exclusive like, to Rumble this year. Just, just so you know, we're exclusive to Rumble this year, eh? So say what the yeah. fuck you want, bro. We're not getting censored, I promise. So like, <laughs> oh bro, it's, it's no, it's but bad. it's listen, bad. But... They play, they play Tampa Bay, which, uh, yeah, you know, they're, they're it's still Tom Brady. So let's say they lose, then they play Shiesty Joe, who's gonna have gained some weight back by then, and then they got a primetime game against the Giants. And you know what? We'll get to the Giants after this, but I think the Giants are probably gonna be a bit better. Okay, then they play the Commanders, who you know, whatever. But look, then they play Los Angeles Rams, Philadelphia. I could see them losing even to one one game to Detroit or Chicago. And then they're probably going to lose to Green Bay. Fucking, uh, they're going to play Minnesota. And honestly, I think Minnesota's pissed that they lost to Cooper Rush last year. So they can easily <laughs> lose those two games. They're probably going to beat the Giants in the second game. Okay. And then they got an easy schedule of it. They got Indianapolis, Houston, Jacksonville. So, like, to me, 10 and a half, no fucking way. Like, there's no way because... I only see definite wins. I see one game against Washington, one game against Philadelphia, uh, three games here, two games against Indianapolis, Houston, Jacksonville. So that's four. Uh, one game against the Giants, that's five. Um, and one game against Detroit and Chicago, that's, that's six. 
So to me, like, there's only six, I would say, like, pretty confident wins there for the Cowboys. So all harshness aside, boys. <laughs> six wins. Wow! The 10 and a half under. Because they're not winning fucking 10 and a half games. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, I don't care what you say. There's no way the Giants are a good team with uh, big uh, Daniel Jones there. <laughs> Daniel <laughs> Jones is not going to... Danny Dimes. Okay, what's their win total though? Let's go to the If it's more okay, than no. five. Sorry, it's, it's but zero. what do you think about the Tim? I didn't I, I kind of went on a rant there like I usually do, but what do you think about the Cowboys as ten well, and a mean, half? Ten and a half's a little much, but I could easily see them going ten and seven in that division. Uh, I hope not. I really don't see it, but yeah, I don't know. Well, okay, <laughs> yeah, so the no, Giants. Yeah, but guys, yeah, look the at the Giants. The Giants are starting four and zero. Boy, because I, I love I love these Cowboys topics, and I just have to ask a question though. But like, yeah, okay, you know, we're saying they're going to win games, this, that, whatever. But tell me what your real thoughts are on Dak Prescott, because every freaking stupid like sports show that I've watched over the last six, seven years since he started in 2016, he took over from Tony Romo. People have elevated this guy to, you know, make you believe that he's actually worthy of a top 10 quarterback spot. I'm not talking fantasy. I'm just talking like in general. And I don't, don't see it. I don't even think he's a top 20 quarterback, bro. So like, I just want you like, and obviously we know that's the most important position in football. So you tell me, what do you think of Dak Prescott? It all starts there, bro. It all starts there. Yeah, it all Let's starts there. I agree. Tim, you go I, ahead, man. I think Dak Prescott is overrated, but I mean, I also think if you look at the quarterbacks in that division, he's still like the top quarterback. Yeah, f- fair enough. But I just, I don't put him in this like, I, and I think it's just because he plays for the Cowboys. That's the only reason they make him out to be this like, oh man, like for me, he's average at best, bro. Maybe a bit more in some moments, but like they, they have to stop like that. I don't even know how the hell he made a couple of Pro Bowls in his career. I just looked it up. I'm like, damn. You know what, boys? I think Dak Prescott is the pinnacle of what Kirk Cousins is. Like, that's the best Kirk Cousins mold that you can be. He gets, like, look, the nerds love him, boys. Then He's he's ahead of Mahomes, Herbert, Stafford. Yeah. The he nerds, puts up stats, but it's not good. puts up really good stats. But yeah. he's fucking... I, I, I agree with you, Joe. There's just something missing with this guy, and I don't like him. I just don't like him. I would not shake his hand. I can't, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> overboard here. But, uh, yeah, I think he's kind of overrated in real life. Um, but we can we can shift on to this, Tim. I want to know your opinion, to be honest. It, it Fantasy-wise, to me, really thinking about it, I think, like, the, the Cowboys are safe players to draft, including Prescott. Well, I mean, in that division, they could run away with games as as well as them being shootouts. Like you never know what you're getting, right? In those those divisional matchups in that NFC least over there. So yeah, he puts up games with four or five hundred yards and like three, four touchdowns. So yeah, fantasy wise, he's he's always a good pick, you know. Yeah, he's gonna put up numbers. It's it's just you know, you go look at some of the teams they beat last year, man, and it's like it's a lot of trash, dude. Oh my God! Look at this: yeah. Carolina Panthers, Giants. Yeah, like uh, just barely beat the Vikings with Cooper Rush. Atlanta Falcons, New Orleans Saints without Winston. Like, what a joke, bro! 
Like, no, again, I, I don't like the Cowboys. <laughs> whenever they played a good team that made the playoffs, the Bucks, <laughs> the freaking Chiefs, the Raiders, uh, they, they, they lost all the time. They lost their Cardinals. Like, they just beat the shit out of the NFC least and, you know, a couple of little uh, Carolina Panther-like teams. And they stole a game from the Chargers where I think there was like uh, 35 penalties called in that game. Tim, remember that? Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Every time my team did anything, it was penalty. What, so to, I'm gonna I'm not even gonna change the subject. I'm sick and tired of talking about Jerry Jones. But uh, <laughs> uh, what was the Niners' win total? The Niners' win total is nine and a half, and last year they won ten. That's a no bet for me. I don't even want to. I barely want to even think about this. But however, they start off against Chicago and Seattle. So they're going to start off 2-0. And, and then they play Denver. So that's going to be – and that's uh, going to be – that's a primetime game against Denver. Yeah, I just wouldn't really – you know, um, Trey Lance, like, starting his first few games, I don't think anything's, uh, you know, guaranteed. Right. You know. It almost would have been better if he had, like, stiff competition to start the year because their games they might lose anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, honestly, to me, that's a no bet, but I would go under, I guess. Yeah, what do you I would think? Go under too. You know how I am with, uh, you know, rook, uh, quarterbacks that are starting like their first, like their, this is his first real season, you know, and I, I never liked him. So, yeah, I, yeah, you know what? The, you, I think you guys. Uh, you know, San Fran might not. I'm looking at this schedule. I never really like you. You know, the, the, this division is not as strong as it was last year. If Trey, unless Trey Lance goes unbelievable, goes off and he just is killing it. You know, like kind of like Jalen Hurst did at points. But then again, they they barely scraped in. You know, but Joe, uh, nine and a half Niners. You in or out? I go under two, bro, and. It's very much for the same reasons that you guys just discussed. I think Trey Lance doesn't look comfortable to me, bro. And I don't think we have enough of a sample. And don't forget, he didn't play that much in college either, right? So, you know, they they really, I don't want to say they reached for him. Like, they just went all in with him. Like, the Shanahan uh, uh, family, uh, the father and son there, Kyle and Mike, like, they're, they're really, really sold on this guy from what they're reporting. And, and that's cool. Like, he's a dual-track quarterback. And I think, you know, there is a high ceiling. I just don't know how long it's going to take to mold him into, you know, what they think he can become if he gets there. So with that said, they still have that stacked defense. They'll win a few games here and there, but I, I just, I'm still, I, I'm still a bit of a Rams homer. You know how much I love my Rams and Matt Stafford in the season that he had last year. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be a bit of a growing pain for him. Like, you know, to what Sim was saying, right. It's your first official real season. There's a bit of pressure that comes with playing for a big organization that has a winning culture. So you know, expectations are going to be high and I don't know if he's going to be able to handle the pressure. I just don't see it in the kid just yet, but Hey, look, I could be wrong, but if, you know, gun to my head, I'm leaning under. Yeah. Um, okay. And then two more teams. I kind of want to talk with Tim. What's the Titans at? The Titans are at nine and a half and last year they won 12. Ooh, that's just value right there. Cause you know, boys, it's this, it's, I just can't, uh, it's Derrick Henry. You know what I mean? It's fucking Derrick Henry. And yeah. is he? Is, this guy is not – Is if you look at his DNA, there's a bit of, like, non-human DNA in there, you know? <laughs> like, they don't know what it's from, but uh, 
apparently, you know, not he didn't. It, what was his injury? It was a torn ACL or something, right? No, he uh, broke a bone in his foot. Yeah, like you know what I, you know what it actually was? He he tore all of his all of his ACLs, all of his MCLs, and 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 he just regenerated in three months. He actually regenerated. Okay, no, I'm being ridiculous now. But my point is, you know, uh, I don't want to bet that, but I feel like that's probably an an over. And I just worry that this Titans team is is actually just going to do what they've been doing the last three years, just pissing everybody off. You know, with their dink and dunk and Derrick Henry just running over everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they kind of did that without him. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, <laughs> if there's anybody that's been more frustrated with the Tennessee Titans, it's definitely been me because I don't know why I had it in my head that I had to fade them all kinds and it costed me a fortune as well. But uh, with that said, they run, you know, I think as strong as Derrick Henry goes. I think obviously it feeds through him. And uh, I, you know, it's Ryan, Ryan Tannehill still there, right? And then they sign him to an extension or something. Yeah, yeah he's still there. They're, they're- that I was surprised with. I think they're going to get rid of him. Yeah, I thought so too. And I, I've, I've never been a big Ryan Tannehill fan. I think he's, you know, just maybe slightly above average. But you saw it in the playoffs, man. You know, I think any quarterback, you know, really could fuck up under pressure. But, you know, when you go up against a good defensive line, you could give that guy some serious fits. And I don't know. And the way Jay Brown now, uh, that's going to be a big problem because that was their big security blanket, right? Especially on third down. Well, that's why I brought up the whole rookie with Traylon Burks having like already having a similar narrative to what Jamar Chase had last year. Yeah. It's like if you're willing to give up an AJ Brown guy and 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 trade up to draft this rookie, you know that 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 means more to me. And okay, so this is the Titans schedule. They have the Giants, right? They got they got the Bills. Who you know what? If they're gonna win or lose a game, the Bills, they beat the fucking Titans because Josh Allen's gonna trip on his shoelace or something. You know, at the two-yard line this time. But, like, and then they play the Raiders, which, you know, they could win that game. But it's Indianapolis, Washington, Indianapolis, Houston, Kansas City. You know, these aren't scary teams like other ones. Then they get Denver, Green Bay, Cincinnati, Philadelphia. That's a tough stretch. Then they got the Jacksonville Jaguars, who I've already said, you know, they're going to they're gonna win at least 15 games. So then you got the Chargers, uh-huh. the Texans, Dallas. And then they end the year with Jacksonville. Yeah, man, I think that nine and a half is a little. I um, I just think Tennessee has a pretty easy schedule, and uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna win those games. And I'm really starting to think it's more Mike Rabel than it is the pieces on that team, boys. Hmm. He's an old school coach, man. Could very well be. Like okay, so we're gonna do more of these totals, or we're we gonna move on. Yeah, let's our... do the fucking breakouts before it's like Wednesday. I mean, um, next week. Yeah, next Thursday. Okay, so um, Joe, your yeah. breakouts are surprised to me. I don't know what they are, so I want to hear your first one for quarterback. Breakouts for QBs, eh? Yeah. Hmm. Let me just. Go are you going, this. Joe? Are you going on the spot here? Yeah, yeah I'm going on the fly, bro. You're going on the fly, Joe. <laughs> Joe on the fly. Let's fucking go. Okay. LFG. Okay. I don't know if it's really a breakout, but I would say uh, he's always been a very good fantasy quarterback. But, you know, I'm just going to just build off what I was saying earlier about this team and how I think the division is pretty scrap. And, you know, 
They were in a lot of tight games last year. And I think with an all more offensive minded coach, I think he could find himself, you know, maybe top seven, top eight in terms of fantasy uh, points. I would go with Kirk Cousins, bro. Why not? Yeah, yeah. honestly, Joe, I, 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 that could easily be a Kirk, uh, the Kirk Cousins breakout. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Again, Tim and I were talking, I believe, about this, eh, Tim? Bro, the nerds love Kirk Cousins. He's kind of similar to Dak Prescott in that sense. Yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, man. Um, I like it, man. I like it. It's uh, not something – I think it's a contrarian pick there too because I think, um, you know, a lot of people, including myself, I don't think Tim likes them very much either, you know? A lot of people don't like Kirk Cousins. Uh, I, the, neither of, for the record, neither have I over the last couple. I, I laugh. I call him Captain Kirk. Like, I just like, you know, I, he's not a guy that's going to go in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry to say, but like, if we're just talking solely fantasy, like, I could see him putting up some pretty awesome numbers, which he has in the past. But I just feel like he was kind of hindered a little bit with Zimmer as a head coach. So, you know, now with a new staff coming in and just the sheer fact that they were in so many close games last year, you build off that. And you saw that with the Chargers last year, right? So, you know, yeah. they, they didn't make the playoffs and, you know, we could talk about that stupidity in the last game of the season but at the end of the day it means that there's room for improvement and i think you know the sky's the limit type of deal tim what do you think man is Kirk cousins uh you're gonna draft this guy because i'll be honest joe um you know i'm gonna have to look into that more now because i've been not purposely i've just been fading him probably just because it's Kirk cousins but looking at what the nerds say looking at what cousin joe has to say i mean fuck overlooking Kirk cousins i believe so, Tim, what's your thoughts on Mr. Captain Kirk over here? Where you would normally draft him, I, I would take him at that pick if I don't have a quarterback for sure, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, apparently it came out that uh, him and Zimmer really hated each other. There yeah. you go. Zimmer thought he was trash. <laughs> I think he literally <laughs> said it to his face that he's like, no good. You know what? With, with that kind of energy gone now, like, it's, oh, man. Sky's the limit for the Vikings and the 36th ranked Alvin Cook in my rankings. That's oh, yeah. Because you know why he's ranked 36? Because Captain Kirk, he's got the Cousin Joe stamp of approval. Breakout. Number one is fucking Captain Kirk Cousins for the Minnesota Vikings. I like it. Tim, I'm going to go next, okay? Sounds good. All right, boys. Joe, we're going with the Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> fucking Captain Derek Carr over here, who's behind Kirk Cousins, according to the nerds, but only by one position. I had a Kyler Murray. But I think Derek Carr, okay, so he had, what, 4,800 yards last year, and now he gets his buddy, Devontae Adams. People forget that they played together at Fresno State. So that's one thing. But the dude also threw from over 5,000 yards last year, okay, and 24 touchdowns. That can only go up, really. You know what I mean? It's not like 24 is not a lot, actually. I would say now when you add in Devontae in the red zone, they're going to be able to score a lot more points. And I got to be honest, because of that division, boys, I don't think they're going to be in, like, games where they're blowing out teams. I think they're going to be in a lot of shootouts, if anything. So I think Derek Carr is just going to let it fucking rip. He's going to fucking let it rip. And I honestly think Derek Carr is – let me get my my rankings out. Okay, for me, I have Derek Carr. As my fifth ranked quarterback, I had him Mahomes, I had him Wilson, who I have as six and seven. Head of Brady, head of Bur- head of Joe Shiesty, head of Dak Prescott, head of Rogers, head of Lance. But fantasy wise, uh, we'll see about real life. But fantasy wise, I think he's gonna he, he's gonna just put up at least thirty touchdowns, probably a bit less in yards actually. 
because they might actually be a bit better. So they might have some games where they don't have to throw as many yards. But I, I honestly think Derek Carr is going to take that next step this year. Um, so give me Derek Carr. Give me the Raven, Derek Carr. Fresno Derek. State Allen. So that's my breakout this year, boys, for the quarterback position. What do you guys think of the Derek Carr? Well, as a, with all those tools and all those weapons, you can definitely do damage. So I'll just leave it at that, man. Like, well put. Yeah, yeah he's, it's definitely possible, man. Yeah. Are you drafting him? A lot of shootouts. Him? Lot of shootouts. Are, are you drafting what, him at where he's going, Tim? Like, where he's going, I am drafting him. Yeah. Yeah. I do think, though, I will be honest, boys. Like, I have him ranked fifth because that's where I, I'm taking my chances, just how I will. But in drafts, you know, like, you don't need to even draft them as your starting quarterback. You can take a chance on one of those guys early, especially this year. Uh, I just find with quarterbacks, you know, Josh Allen in the third round to me is not a bad pick at all. Uh, I, I, I really don't see that this year. I, for, and I usually I'd go the other way. So and I just wanted to say that quick, but uh, Tim, who you got? So, yeah. So um, I, I spoke about him earlier. I think uh, Jalen Hurts is going to be a big breakout this year. I know last year, a lot of people were on him and, you know, he put up decent numbers. Like he, he definitely, uh, he was definitely competitive in uh, fantasy last year, but I think this year is just going to be, uh, you know, I just have a little bit more to him and uh, he's going to, his passing game is going to develop, especially with AJ Brown out there. And I think he could definitely put up top five running uh, quarterback stats just with his rushing ability alone, so. He ran for 800 yards, you said. Yeah, almost 800 yards and 10 rushing touchdowns. If he could uh, rate, bump up his passing, you know, 25 touchdowns, uh, about 4,000 yards, and his running's going to still beat her regardless, so. Yeah. Well, if we're talking, he definitely was the number one rushing quarterback in the league last year. Oh, yeah. Number one. In, in, yeah, in everything. He was number one in, in the nerd stats. I don't there know about yards, but in the, the nerds, the nerds love Jalen Hurts as a rusher. And, uh, you know, yo, Tannehill was a, and Justin fucking Sherbert Herbert was a fucking, was the fourth best uh, effective rusher, according to the nerds, boys. So, Jameis Winston, the sixth most effective rusher. And, uh, sorry, I, I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent. We'll talk along about this, but, uh, Jameis Winston under with the quarterbacks that did not have enough of the passes had less uh, passes than the, uh, the main guys that actually got passes in Jameis Winston. So that could be a uh, something we talk about in the sleepers, but Jameis Winston. Um, so Tim, I a thousand percent agree with you. I have them ranked number three straight up. Like I think uh, Jalen hurts fantasy wise more so than real life. I think he's got a lot of proof and I guess we'll see. We briefly spoke about that, but yeah, bro, Tim, Definitely a breakout. And last year, I mean, he was like the second ranked quarterback for a while. Yeah. Um, I think it's the the Eagles. We spoke about how they have a pretty um deep, pretty easy, easy schedule. Jalen Hurts. I mean, yeah, it it goes to what I was just saying. I think you when it comes to Josh Allen, especially because I also think he could just throw. But um, when it comes to Josh Allen. Kyler Murray, these running extra uh, bursts running quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson, health being not a factor. I mean, I, I actually think this is the year where you really want to get one of those guys, man. You really want to try to get one of those guys because you could probably get a, even a Russell Wilson, Derek Carr as a backup if you want. 
Like you can get freaking uh, Aaron Rodgers in like the last round this year. You know what I mean? So I really think you got to go a bit unorthodox this year, boys, and take one of these quarterbacks. So Joe, man, like you were, you're kind of saying you, you see a lot to prove with Jalen Hurts, but um, fantasy wise, you like it? Uh, fantasy wise, I have no dispute. I remember down the stretch last season how you know exceptional he was, especially you know with his legs and you know having almost 800 yards on the ground. You know, in that weaker division, you know you're going to be able to do damage. I just you know like when we're just talking solely about you know making deep runs or actually being you know of a winning you know culture and locker room. I I, I still think that he has a lot of improvement to do, but at the same time, like you know, he's going to put up numbers, and that's what we're discussing right now. So no 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 doubt in my mind that he'll be able to uh, to load up uh, to load up some points for you guys out there for your fantasy teams. I love it. Okay, Joe. So um. We're going to start with you again, man. Um, we're going to go running back now. Um, running back, uh, we're still talking breakouts, right? We're talking breakouts. And uh, we didn't really make rules. We basically, uh, you know, for running back, make it a guy that hasn't finished in the top, like, 10, 20, and you think could. You know what I mean? Someone that hasn't really broken out yet. Like, that, 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 that's the criteria we're looking at here. Yeah, that's fine, bro. I'm going to go with uh, one of the teams that I've been on over the last like six, seven seasons. And, you know, he came off a major injury last year. And Tim and I spoke about this last weekend, matter of fact, and that's uh, Cam Akers, bro. I think, uh, yeah. yeah. Pardon me? I love it. I yeah. think you go, go, please go. go, go, go. <laughs> no, but you know what? I, I just, I, you know, my, one of my main rules is with fantasy and, you know, I don't stay true to it all the time, but I like taking players that are a part of, you know, teams that score, you know, at the end of the day, I, I really like, you know, what this team did last year. I'm a huge fan of Sean McVay and the way he runs the schemes. And, you know, I don't think he gave them that great of a push in the playoffs. I think they were already well-established. But, you know, I think, you know, just to have that extra burst and, you know, that, you know, pass-catching ability and, you know, just being able to go run behind that good line, I, I think we're going to see some damage from our boy Cam. So I'll go with Cam, Cam Akers. Why not? Bro, to me... This guy is a tier two running back. Draft him with confidence. I don't even want to say more. But I, you, you couldn't say it better, man. Take when in doubt, take fucking players that can score. The guy has only shown on film to be a fucking stud in the making, in my opinion. And I wasn't, okay. I wasn't a big fan of all the fumbles he had against the Bucks that made that game yeah. seem closer than it should have been. But other than that, yeah, got a LFG, baby. They kept him in though. Correct, correct. I think they trust him now, man. And uh, let's, see what the, let's just see, Joe, what the nerds have to say about Camuel. <laughs> yeah, I don't Cam Akers. Cam, yeah, he's coming off the injury, right? So he's going to be in a different yeah. thing here. Um, yeah. Did you did you cut out there, Tim? No, I think you did. I don't know. If you were oh, no, talking, no, no. oh, okay. No, no, I'm looking for uh, Cam Makers. Apparently, then uh, he might not be here because he didn't really play a lot last year. He didn't play last year. Oh. He, no, didn't, he, play, he yeah. didn't play, he just came in the playoffs. Yeah. So, to me, yeah, you can't go wrong picking a player that is on a really, really, and I do think that despite me thinking that they could struggle a bit the Rams, 
with that division being weak and stuff like that, I do think they still can make it to the playoffs. And I do think, you know, with it, Stafford, I mean, I don't think he's 100%. So, uh, Tim, you are telling me yesterday, man, like, he, if they're, he might they're not be ready to run. Yeah, he no. might not be ready for week one. And he might, I, I think they're going to run away more. I have him ranked number six, boys. I have him ahead of Javante Williams. I have ahead of, ahead of Saquon. I have ahead of James Conner. I have ahead of Nick Chubb. And of course, I have ahead of uh, 19th ranked Dalvin Cook. So I love it, Joe. I think that's a great breakout. Uh, Tim, you drafting cap makers in your leagues this year? Uh, I have him as a keeper in a few pools. So I'd there probably not draft him just because of that. I don't want him on every team. But I, I think he's gonna he's, he's I think he's gonna put up numbers this year. Yeah, stay healthy, baby. Let's go. Because yeah. they also Tim, got want... rid of um, the guy. Uh, what's his name? The guy they got from the Patriots last year, and of course his name doesn't. Michelle. Yeah, they shipped him off. So yeah, it's not as crowded of a backfield this year. Yeah, they got rid of Sony Sony um, Michelle. So. Um... I think the sky's the limit for our buddy Cam Makers. Let's fucking go. Love it, Joe. Um, I love Tim, you, baby. Tim, you want to go? Sticking with the bounce back from injury running backs, uh, my breakout uh, running back this year is uh, J.K. Dobbins. Let's fucking go. Yes. You know, J.K. Dobbins, you know, they were, they were trying to say, like, oh, he's, uh, he's, he might not be ready for the start of the – uh, the season, blah blah blah, and he came out himself and he said, "I'm ready to go right now, boys. Let's go." <laughs> you know, don't listen to every all these random analysts talking about you know things they don't really know much about. He said he's ready. I trust him. That you know that Baltimore is a run first team, so Absolutely. if yeah. he's out there, he's gonna put up big numbers. I think. I yeah, honestly, um, I think he can catch a lot of balls too, and on that. Offense. I think it could be him and uh, Mark Andrews. He could be number two in targets. I, I don't know, but uh, I really like it. Joe, um, J.K. Dobbins. What's your I, thought, I, man? I, I would just completely harp on the fact that, you know, to Tim's point of how being on a run first team and, you know, being put in good positions to score the football on the ground. I, I love everything about it. You know, if the team is relatively healthy this season, I see them, you know, having an opportunity. I don't know if they will, but an opportunity to run away with, you know, the AFC North. And uh, I think uh, we're going to see a lot of, uh, I think we're going to see a lot of action, a lot of fireworks and uh, a big bounce back from the team in general. So a lot of points scored and a lot of uh, opportunities for success. Love it. Okay, one second. Let me stop that. Okay, so that's um, yeah. To me, I'm trying to. Okay, sorry, I lost it there. What the fuck is going on here? But okay, here we go. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I um, I I I love this as well. I think J.K. Dobbins. Now that he is, yeah. I mean, it to me, it was all kind of fluff when they were saying, "Oh, is it going to start the regular season?" Like, nah, man. And I think this Baltimore team, we didn't really talk about them with the win totals, but that could be a good thing because I actually think this Baltimore team is going to be a team that, like you said, yeah, they could end up running away with the AC North. I, I That's what I'm thinking to win that division. So um, with health, if they're all healthy. So, yeah, I really, really like that. I might have to move up my rankings, actually, um, because now that it's pretty much confirmed. So I guess for me, I was going to talk about Travis Etienne, and I'll put him as an honorable mention. 
Um, strictly because I, I think he's more PPR only. I, I actually think he's gonna, he's not he's gonna be more of like kind of a mini receiver, um, out of the backfield type guy rather than running back. So I'm not gonna do him. And uh, I think you know where I'm going with this, boys. What um, we spoke about him earlier too. And uh, I'm gonna go with Javante Williams, man. I'm gonna go with the Bronco here, um, simply because I really believe that this team with Russell Wilson. And this offense specifically is just going to be very hard to stop. Um, and Melvin Gordon is probably the best backup running back. If you want to call him a backup in the league, he's complimentary if anything. And for every time I've seen Javante Williams touch this ball, uh, to me, he's a special player. I don't give a fuck what the nerds have to say about him. I think the nerds don't like him. You know why they're jealous? Um, <laughs> yeah. He's fucking, he's way down according to the nerds. And I get it, you know, maybe blah, blah, blah. But to me, he's a, he's an exciting player to watch. Like, you know, he's not going to get those uh, 30 carries a game, but he could break off any play. Um, so for me, yeah, breakout player, because his team's just gotten better. I got to go with Javante. I have him just behind Cam Akers, actually, Joe, at number seven. Nice. Yeah. Um, I love the logic behind it, bro. And, you know, uh, I'm, I'm very high on that team this season. So uh, I don't think I have to say more. I, I, I would definitely agree with that pick. Yeah. So it seems like we're all kind of like we're liking some of these running backs that didn't take a chance on them real early. Like uh, to me, Javante Williams is uh early second round pick to me. You know what I'm saying? Cam makers, I take him in the first round late as anything. Tim, though, Javante Williams, uh, you, you have him as a keeper. You, you're looking to draft him a lot this year. I don't have him as a keeper, Javante Williams, but I'll, I will draft him if he falls to me, and I'm not reaching for him. I wouldn't reach for him, but if he falls to me, I'll take him. That's the only qualm. Qualm, that's a word. That's the only qualm I have with Javante Williams is I do see a bit of the hype scenario there, but his ADP is pretty fair, I, I find. Uh, Melvin Gordon actually, I think, got a bit banged up too in practice today. So I guess we'll see what happens there. So, all right. So now, um, Tim, you already went. So I, I'll go with my wide receiver boys. And uh, I think you're going to like this, Cousin Joe, because I'm going with the Colt here. I have Ooh. him as my four, fourth ranked wide receiver. Um, okay. I'm going with Michael Pittman Jr., man. I think this guy is a star in the making. And mainly, yeah, he's very good. To me, it reminds me of Mike Evans. Um, but even Mike Evans, you know, you look at the guy, yeah, he's super tall. He's a little less tall Michael Pittman. I would say he's faster. But to me, it's just like when it comes to the passing game, Michael Pittman's the guy, man. He doesn't have a lot of competition for targets. I think this guy is only with going to get better with Matt Ryan. I think he gets an upgrade at quarterback. It's his third season in the league. Historically, that's when wide receivers really break out. So for me, like, uh, a lot of these, I, I have uh, Adrian Brown, Debo Samuel, Devontae Adams ahead of him, but those guys have all broken out. So for me, it's got to be Michael Pittman. Skill is one thing, but mainly it's like he's going to be a target odd on a good offense. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I've, I've had the utmost respect for Matty Ice over the, the years, you know, and he did win an MVP. And, you know, I, I know he's on the back nine of his career, and, you know, it's not Matty Ice of 2016, but – you know, uh, I, I was a fan of that Colts offense last year. You know, it's just too bad Carson Wentz made so many boneheaded decisions and so many, you know, crucial moments or else, you know, they had 
games in which they were rolling and doing well. And I think, you know, when you just get a guy that's a little bit more cleaned up and a little bit more buttoned up, you know, it'll put those receivers in, uh, you know, optimal ability to perform. So I think uh, that's a great pick with Michael Pittman Jr. Tim, would you take Michael Pittman Jr. over Tyreek Hill? Over Tyreek Hill. Uh, well, I mean, where's what uh, Pittman falling to right now? What pick is he? One second, let me just check. They have him as 32 and Tyreek Hill is 25. I wouldn't take Tyreek Hill as a 25, but I mean, if he falls to me at 32, I would take Tyreek Hill before him. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah. So, um, but I'd, I'd rather have Michael Pittman at you would like my 32nd pick than if I'm picking 25 and have to take Tyreek Hill, you know, that's, that's another good point with Michael Pittman is like, you're getting him in the late second, third round in 14 team leagues. You know, you can get him in the fourth, fifth, even in 12, 10 team leagues, you know, I find that. Um, and then it's just like Tim, bro, Paris Campbell. You know, that's their, their number two receiver. I mean, they drafted Alec Pierce, but that guy sounds white. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so Michael Pittman to me is a stud. So who, Joe, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious now. Who's your breakout wide receiver? My breakout wide receiver for this season. Hmm. Yeah. I've been, I've been playing with three here, guys. I'm trying to. Just a, you know what? Give me, give me one moment. Could we skip to Tim or Tim? Are you ready or? Tim, you go ahead. For a receiver. Yeah. I've been. So my my breakout is just mainly because you know it's Aaron Rodgers is number one receiver, right? It's Alan Lazard. I think by, de- I think by default he's gonna break out, you know, because Rodgers is he's gonna throw. You know, he's not just gonna not throw this season for some reason. He's gonna he, throw he, up because he took too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think he's gonna have a big year. I've always been um, been one to take um, Rogers is uh, number one receivers, and I don't think this year is gonna be any different. Well, I mean, what if, Tim? I hundred. I just want to say hundred percent agree, but. Has Aaron Rodgers ever really – I mean, I feel like he gelled with Devontae Adams as a rookie. I know Devontae Adams is, is probably an all-timer, and we don't know what, about Christian Watson. But I was looking at Christian Watson film, guys. I might have to send some, the video to you. And to me, he looks a lot like Jordy Nelson, this guy they drafted. Like, both yeah. physically and how he runs routes, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he has, he has to have a few receivers out there, so I'm sure the ball is going to go around. It just he trusts. I think he just trusts uh, Lazard. You know yeah. he's been fucking him up. And uh, so, like, we're, how so. how much are you reaching for the, for him? Because I I I I I feel he's reach worthy. Absolutely. Right now he is going. Let me just check again. Because you know they update these all every day almost. He's way down the list. They were eighty nine. So that would be. 14, 28. You know, I would take him before. I'm looking here at just random players here. I would pick him before Devonta Smith for sure. Nice. I'd okay. Cool. Before Drew, you know. 
Yeah, man. So like, you take you know, like early you. sixth round, I guess. Uh, yeah, honestly, Tim. Then late fifth, yeah, somewhere around there. I'm gonna have to move them up my rankings because uh, that is some conviction right there. Honestly, guys, go look. If you don't know what conviction is, do yourself a favor, and you know you can just Google it. But um, <laughs> Joe, Aaron Rodgers, and Alan Lazard. Is this, the, is, is this the is this the new duo? I don't think it'll be as dynamic as him and Devante, but I think, you know, when you're an all-timer, you're going to make, you know, things, you're going to make things happen. Right. And I just, I, I believe in Rogers as much as I have my opinions about him off the field as a quarterback, you guys know how much I, you know, I think he's probably my favorite quarterback of all time at this point, but I, I, I think this is going to be something special to watch and uh, you know, you can't, you, you can't bet against the guy. I mean, look, if Lazar just does his job, he's going to have a great season. I think they're going to complement each other. And, uh, you know, they've had a lot of success in Green Bay in the last couple of years. And, you know, now he's going to get his opportunity to shine. So let's make it happen. Let's make it fucking happen. I, I like this. I'm going to be moving them up a lot of the, on the rankings. Because to me, it's like I'm looking at some of these guys that I have ahead of them. And I don't think I, – I think I want Aaron Lazard over Darnell Moody, to be honest. So that's uh, – for me, that's like a 22nd ranker – 21st ranker receiver. So, yeah, I, I, I do think, um, I do think though, uh, Joe, uh, I, was, I said this to Tim, this could be the year, though. I think Alan Lazard is a, t- a 10 touchdown candidate, so I think he's going to ultimately break out. I totally agree. But you know what? This could be the year of, t- of the, Joe, this could be the two-pack attack here, bro, with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. <laughs> like, yeah. this could be like Aaron Jones catching 80 balls, and yep. fucking AJ Dillon just fucking with his 260 pounds of solid muscle just fucking eating up everything, you know? I love it, bro. I can't, I can't pack wait. Attack. The pack attack. <laughs> They're going to start selling uh, marijuana edibles called the two-pack attack. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to go along with Aaron Rodgers being a drug addict, apparently. That's funny. <laughs> he's a lot of things. I think we just really keep forgetting that he's a freaking, you know, American – you know, pro football quarterback, but you know, it's what it is. I think he doesn't do just wait until the next election. If Trump is running and he's going to be like, yeah, I'm voting for Trump. That is going to be, I'm telling you, that's going to happen. Yeah. Like that is exactly what's going to happen. If Trump's running, I'm telling you, he'll be like, yeah, I'm voting for Trump. You know, I just like his policies and stuff. And everyone's going to be like, Oh my God, Aaron Rogers, the worst person ever. You heard it, you heard it here first. Um, oh, but yeah, man. honestly, as much as everyone's worried about Rodgers and Devontae Adams not being together anymore, they've done it. So, he's done so well without him, man. I'm not worried with that weak division. I just, uh, yeah, I could see it being the two-pack attack and Alan Lazard show. I think their offense might be more explosive even than people realize. I uh, love it, Alan Lazard. So, Joe, do you got your receiver? Yes, brother. I was debating between two on the same team, believe it or not, and I'm just gonna roll with uh, roll with the number one. Well, I guess you know you could debate it, but I'm gonna go with Cortland Sutton, bro. Let's fucking go, bro! I love it from the Denver Broncos, and you know I've already talked up a lot about how how much I like Russell Wilson and how I think he's gonna gonna be in a great position. And as much as I don't think that you know they're gonna be solely focused on the past, but you know we know that they're gonna have six games that you know, can very well turn into shootouts in that AFC West. So, you know, there's going to be some good numbers to put up. And honestly, he's had one 1,000-yard season. It was back in 2019, and it wasn't Russell Wilson that was your quarterback. So 
I think uh, there's going to be a lot of room for growth. Um, you know how well, you know, we like to see Denver play in September. I think he's going to have a good start. And, you know, when you build your confidence, it could, you know, translate into a great season, especially when you have a, uh, a complete professional and, you know, veteran QB, you know, behind the line of scrimmage. So I think uh, we're going to see good things out of Denver this season. And I want, you know, I'm just, I like, boys, I'm going to be saying it on repeat every week. I, I just, this AFC West, I've never been more stoked. Never been more stoked. Portland Sutton, to me, Joe, is a very sharp pick fantasy-wise, too. I think a lot of a lot of smart people, man, are on Portland Sutton this year. And for good reason. To me, um, another another he passes the eye test as well. Um yes. I'm not really sure what the nerd. He's another player like I I I don't throw this st- any stats about him out the window. Um, but to me, this is a this is a big fella, you know. This is a this is an elite athlete now with a way better quarterback. I mean, don't forget who this guy was catching balls from. I mean, yeah, bro. Like, uh, my goodness. Hey, you know, and he suffered through some injuries. Tim, um, what do you think of Portland Sutton? I loved him last year, and he did okay for a bit, and he fell off. But I mean, he had no quarterback play last year, right? This year, it's yeah. a completely different. Uh, I mean, freak, we went from freaking, you know, since Peyton Manning retired, guys, you know, like I just pulled up the list. We've had Brock Osweiler, Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, Casey Keenum, Joe Flacco, Drew Locke, Brandon Allen, Jeff Driscoll, Brett Ripien, Philip, like what a bunch of garbage, bro. And Teddy Two Gloves, who I have respect for. Because he got Teddy Covers, you know, I mean, next to Cooper, what a rush. Um, probably the best guy you can you, you could ever you could ever hope for you know best fucking yeah. player. But <laughs> no, it's crazy, man. And and before Peyton Manning, it was that you know that Tebow mania season that you know really like <laughs> yeah. felt like a fever dream. And then before that, you had a bunch of freaking Chris Sims and Kyle Orton and Jake Cutler, Jake Plummer. What the heck is like what a yeah that that NFC North. I mean, yeah, man, uh, that um and um AFC West has just been a and uh, you know what's funny? I, I just thought of this right now. It's a little off topic, but Tim, if Jalen Hurts somehow gets injured for the, the year, it, does Gardner Minshew, like maybe with not as good because of the rushing, but Gardner Minshew could, I, I think, become an elite quarterback fantasy wise in that scenario. And I definitely think he can win games for the Eagles. Ow, oh, Gardner Minshew could throw a ball. So, yeah, but anyway, Cortland Sutton, I mean, I just think this is a very smart player uh, to take. I have him behind some some of the more like established guys, um, and but next to Michael Pittman, I would say that'd be my next pick, Joe. So I, I'm really liking this, uh, guys. These the, these are players that I think uh, you can reach a little on even because I really think DK win you the league. I think Cortland Sutton, man, fuck, uh, an elite player in the making. So I guess we'll see. Uh, tight end, Joe, you got you got that one ready, or you want some more time? Uh, yeah, just give me a minute for tight end. I feel like, man, the tiers have really dropped off over the last couple of seasons, eh? Well, it, they have, yeah. but, but I'll start here because that's going to change this year, and I'll tell you why. All right. Because the Cleveland Browns are absolutely horrible. They are going to be horrible. I don't think Deshaun Watson deserves some play. Willie, probably not. Honestly, the public is against him. And you know, man, I think there was a little bit of chatter. There's a bit of thought that maybe this was overblown. 
And then this motherfucker opens his mouth. And it's just like, you know, he's playing in the preseason, eh? Next week. Oh, yeah. Um, but regardless, I think Cleveland, you know, Amari Cooper, blah. I, I think uh, this could be the year that David Njoku can get it into the uh, – I think he could he could become a top 10 tight end this year. He, like, probably like eight is where I have him. But I think he could be a top 10, a top 10 tight end because, again, I just think there's a lot of targets there for him. He's super athletic. Uh, he has a good pedigree. Uh, so for me, I mean, other than like the established guys and the real studs like Andrews, Kelsey, include Kittle and Waller, um, other than that, and then, you know, the three like established Jason Witten types, Goddard, Earths, and Schultz, that's what I'm going to like. If I'm waiting on a tight end, that's where I'm going to take my risk. And I, I'm going with the upside potential here. And the fact that I think targets are going to come a plenty for David um, Njoku and Yoku. Um, don't call me Jokovic or whatever. Uh, so yeah, man. All my stupid jokes aside, uh, give me David Njoku because I mean, I I think it's usually wise to wait on tight end. Uh, but I do agree, Joe, that the, you know it's really falling down. It's falling off. So yeah, I'll go David Njoku. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be honest. I'm not gonna over oversell him and say he's gonna get a thousand yards or anything like that. But I think he's good for sixty catches, maybe. And uh, maybe close to uh, maybe over five touchdowns. Uh, give me seven touchdowns, sixty catches, six hundred some yards, seven touchdowns. I'll take that in tight end. So yeah, I like David Njoku, Njoku, whatever you however you pronounce it. Njoku, solid. Do so, you want me to go next? Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I it's tight end. So what, what do you got, Tim? Yeah. So uh, my. Um... My tight end is uh, from my Chargers, actually. It's Gerald Everett. So last year, we had a completely finished Jared Cook as tight end, and he had 48 catches for 564 yards and four touchdowns. Now, I don't know if you saw this guy in the field, but he had absolutely no speed. Like, it was it was like I sort of watched him try to, like, catch a ball. And, Man. you know, Everett is a huge upgrade. He's a huge upgrade. And, and I think um, – once Herbert gets uh, in the groove with him, he's, he's just going to find him all over the field. It's going to add another like another layer of offense to that team, and I think I think it's going to work well. That's what I'm banking on. So, Gerald Everett. I was waiting for your first homework pick, and I think you chose the right one there, Tim. I really do. Uh, Joe, what do you think of Gerald Everett? Uh, did you like him on the Seahawks? I did, bro. I just think that it's uh, you look when you look at tape of them over the last couple of years, it hasn't been very pretty. And, uh, you know, moving into a much better organization now that's, you know, all in on, you know, winning and, the you know, everything is just trending and on the uprise. And when you have an established quarterback now in Justin Herbert, who, you know, is going to create a lot of opportunities for those weapons on the field, I think he's going to get his his solid red red zone targets and, you know, be able to uh, to score and put up some decent numbers. So uh, yeah, I, I like the pick. I, I, you know, we we know that they're going to be a team that scores. So you know, will be some chances to get some good points. I like it. I like it. So Joe, I'm fucking. I'm growing excited, man. Yeah. Are you going to pick who I think you're going to pick? 
I don't know, but who's the breakout tight end for you? I, I don't think, I think you're going to be really shocked by this one, bro, because I'm actually going completely opposite of my rule. I'm actually going with a team that's, you know, been quite a trash the last couple of seasons, but just because you guys kind of convinced me and because I actually liked him with the previous team and he didn't do that great because, you know, they're, they're a bit of a dumpster fire now too. But, you know, all this build-up aside, I'm actually going to go with Evan Ingram, bro. Yes, go! Let's go! <laughs> I, I, it's, it's a reach. It's I find it ridiculous that I'm even saying it, but, like, I really like Trevor Lawrence. And I like, you know... <laughs> I, 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 I don't see know him. what it is about this fucking kid because he was so bad last year. Bro, but, he, yeah. he reminds me. He reminds me of Sunshine from the Remember the Titans. He does. Like, like He's I just want to see Ronnie him. Bass over there. I just want to see him do well. I just want to see him do well. And I, I really think that, you know, he's got the skill set. He just needs the right support, the right coaching, the right tools. And I think Evan Ingram's a talented football player. And if you give him some opportunities, I think, you know, he could definitely be. And we're talking about breakouts, right, guys? So, you know, I just somebody that I could see being more improved. Sure, why not? If he could stay healthy, I'll go with him than, you know, giving a more conventional pick. I'll, I'll, do, I'll go for a little bit of a reach. Why not? I love I love it, Joe. I think the Jaguars are going to be um, a surprising team in the sense their offense is they're going to be a lot more competitive, man. And they really got a good offense if Sunshine, Ronnie Bass, Trevor Lawrence really play. I mean, here's another thing, guys. Like, is it more likely that this guy who was so highly touted in college, like this guy, was fucking the stud? You know what I mean? It's bro, they, they were it, like sorry, sorry to interrupt you, Oak, but like yeah, no, I, I think I, I think I had seen more media coverage on Trevor Lawrence than I did with Andrew Luck, than I did with freaking uh, I don't know who else was a big name coming out over the last couple of years. Like definitely more than Andrew Luck, and Andrew Luck was a clear Hall you, of Famer. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, it's it's rare. It to me, it's more unlikely that he's going to be a complete bust. He yeah. was fucking a star, man. Like this yeah. guy's a stud. So when he won that I, national I totally championship agree. against Alabama, bro, everybody was just talking about how what a shame it is that we're not going to be able to see this guy in the NFL for another like two years or whatever, you know. That's that's how crazy he was. And like, okay, you know, he went to the Jags and you know, Urban Meyer's a bit of a salam. But anyways, all this to say, I'm excited for the kid. I hope he does well. I'm rooting for him. I, I really think from what I remember, like I test wise, like Evan Engram is an exciting player. Um, and he's still young. Tim. I, I feel like you might have a different opinion than cousin Joe and I, but I don't want to lead you. So I, I want to know, Tim, what's your thoughts on this uh, as a breakout? Oh, he could definitely break out. I have nothing against, like, he doesn't have the best hands, but you could always work on that. I mean, playing for the Giants, you don't really have much motivation to wake up in the morning, let's be honest. <laughs> I, I mean, Jags isn't better, but at least they're, like, trying to – like, you know, flip the switch or something. Yeah. Um, Evan Ingram. Flip the switch, man. I love it. I love that. Um, uh, Joe, you, it is surprising. I thought you were going to say Kyle Pitts, who I don't uh, – I mean, we could talk a little bit about that just because we're tight ends. I think Kyle, Kyle Pitts is a very popular breakout candidate from tight end. What do you guys think of him? Well, I mean, I think for where he's getting drafted, he's not really considered a breakout. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, he's, yeah, it's hard to really consider him that because, I mean, bro, this guy's getting drafted high, eh? Yeah. Well, to me, it's like, yeah. 
yeah, I think I think the kid is super talented. You know, I think he'll do well. You know, as the years go by in the NFL, I just you know I would love to see him paired up with the you know, it's Mariota that's there now, no? Yeah. In Atlanta, okay, yeah. I mean, he'll do well. He'll have a good season, you know. I, I think Mariota was—I wouldn't say a necessarily a bust, but you know, I, I don't think he's really lived up to his hype. But at the end of the day, you know, when, when you have that kind of talent, you'll be able to separate and do what you do. What you got to do. Got to do what you got to do. I have the tier now, boys, of Nyoku, Nijoku, Edward, and Ingram. Mm. It's fucking after after the safe white guys and Dallas Goddard, Zacherts, and Dalton Schultz. <laughs> You got the fucking, uh, you got the, I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to say you got David Njoku, Gerald Everett, and Evan Ingram. And uh, yeah, maybe they're they're a little more uh, risky, but I think uh, these guys could break out. Absolutely, man. That is, that is great. Um, You guys got breakout kickers in defense? (laughs) Uh, No. Justin Tucker is going to break out, boys. He's going to break out. Highest paid kicker of all time. He's going to get a passing touchdown this year, Justin Tucker. <laughs> I would love that. Imagine lining him up at receiver. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's it for tonight, boys. Honestly, guys, I missed this. Uh, it's so fun. I can't wait for football to start. I think we got into some really good points and some really good conversations today. And, um, you know, we, we definitely homered it up a bit, which is always good. You gotta homer it up a little, boys. You gotta uh, homer it up. Of course, of course. We gave we gave love to the nerds. So to all the nerds watching, I just want you to know, um, it's all jokes because I take stats very seriously. Actually, I am one of y'all. I'm a big nerd. I'm the resident nerd here in the fantasy football dudes when it comes to this stuff. So no disrespect, but I am going to be calling you nerds for the rest of the season because it's pretty <laughs> fucking nerdy. It's football, guys. It's one of the manliest things you can do. You know, the numbers, you know, sometimes you got to put them on the side. But regardless, I do think it's important. I just wanted to say that. Um, we didn't talk about Alvin Kamara. That's good. I guess we'll see what happens. Deshaun Watson's playing this weekend, so or next weekend, or Friday, or something like that. So, you know, don't bring your wife to the game. Probably a better idea. And uh, <laughs> <Jeez>. that's it. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Any, any final words, boys, for this week? We'll see you next time on the fantasy <laughs> football. Tim wants Boom. to get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> All right. Do it again, Tim. We'll see you next time on the fantasy football. <laughs> see you next week, boys. Have a great Have a good week. one, guys. Ciao. Ciao. Well, boys. Ciao, ciao.